I'm gonna have to. I have to, honestly. I haven't even been paying attention at all, and I should. I'm bullshit. It's, listen, it's tears in my eyes. Oh wow. Wait, it was funny, funny, or it's funny. Oh, see, it's yeah. like it's like all of the things we would probably say after a good drink. Oh yeah. And that's my type of carrying on it. So I'm, I'm gonna have oh. to watch it. It's so good. I, I was trying to explain it on Twitter, but all you could hear is me laughing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. Well <laughs> this will be my first ever mobile podcast. I'm actually driving. Um, I have to go get medications. Again, because now I have that lingering cough that won't go away. No. Yeah, yeah. It it's definitely annoying the shit out of me, honestly. But I'm here. I was like, you know what? We got the show. We're just gonna have a, a mobile show because why uh, not? What's up, Devonte? What is? We got a message already. So Let me see. Shout out to the panel. Is I'm happy y'all up on here, man. Shoot, long time no talk. What y'all talking about? What's the topic? Can't chime in because I gotta go to work. But yeah, I'm just giving y'all a shout out because y'all wonderful people. Well, welcome to Loudmouth Stereo. It is clearly not Wednesday, but we here though. Okay. Um. It is Thursday. It's the fake Friday, but we're going to get you right. You see the title. The title is Mastering Adulting with Monopoly Money because that's that must be what they think we got. Okay. I just went to two grocery stores and spent $120. Man, listen. Listen. Yeah. This is going to be the longest, shortest episode ever because I'm going to tell y'all some Man, shit. Because I know right now wherever you are in the ghetto United States, because that word needs to be rightfully in front of it. Um, I know you're, 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 you're having gripes with adulting um, regarding finances, the cost and the audacity, the audacity of what these people at these jobs want to pay you. Listen, please. Oh, uh, just, you, you keep going, because I already, when I start, I'm not stopping. I, I'm going Listen, in. listen. I know you got shit to say. I got shit to say. And I know the audience is going to have shit to say. Um, I want to talk about the housing versus apartments. Yeah, I want to talk about the food costs, the activity costs, the gas costs. I want to talk about how we're balancing relationships in this shit. Okay, um, I do feel sorry for people right now who cannot feed their babies because there's no formula on shelves. And then you have these these rich, very well-off, old, dusty, crusty men and women between 55 and 76 years old in these law rooms talking about they don't want to discuss um, the formula problem for people, but they do want to discuss what states should stop selling condoms. They exactly. do want to discuss what states 
that should stop selling plan B and anything that's going to prevent women from getting pregnant. Let's stop it. We want to talk about that. How? How and why is the biggest question. Why? Okay. Because we understand that you want to fund the United States since y'all sent y'all billions that y'all don't have over to Ukraine. Okay, y'all send billions two times, not one time, but two times. And then you turn around and telling the American people that, hey, when you down there popping it low, make sure you squirt some. Exactly. What? Exactly. Yeah, I'm, America, I'm sick of you. Like, I'm honestly fucking sick of you. Um, are, are you ready for me to do this? Because, you know, I know we usually do shooting shit. We ain't doing it tonight. Um, basically when it comes to inflation being up 8%, everything's, you know, being higher price than it's supposed to be rents, everything, mortgages, all these things. I, I just want to get a fucking tiny house, move to like Iowa and just like live in a bunker or something. I've gotten that far to the point where I'm, I'm sick of everything, Shan. Um, mm. but, but unbeknownst to you, um, and I guess this is exclusive news for people. Um, Justin and I actually closed on a house. Um, yes! Yeah. So finally! We, yes, we finally closed on the house now. Anybody who knows, knows we've been looking since technically fucking 2020, beginning of the pandemic. Um, and interest rates have gone up so far. And we've put in roughly six contracts and were not denied all six. Um, and I'm talking like houses, really good quality houses. And we end up getting a better house, right? So the house we were looking for, one house had like, neither one of them had garages. Um, they just had different things. This house, three bed, two and a half bath, 2,100 square feet, has a backyard, new deck, new appliances, shit like that. And it has a fucking garage. Greg's going to have a goddamn garage, Shane. I'm, I'm going to have a fucking garage. But here's the issue with this stuff. Greg is also used to paying $1,800 for rent for a two bedroom apartment. To which some people would say, oh, that's a, you know, that's a mortgage, right? Let me explain to you. My fucking mortgage is going to be $30,000. Uh, $30, well, I'm sorry, not $30,000, $3,000, right? That's okay. at the interest rate that it is now. Now, someone would say, well, that's not, a, that's not a bad mortgage for a house that size. It is. It is when you realize, like, you have, like, we've been saving up for a house and we told ourselves we have to get a house at this point. We literally have to get a house because our rental increase, Shan, went from fucking... 1800 to almost $2,600. Oh my God. My God. $2,600. The moratorium in Maryland ended on the 15th of May, which means these motherfuckers are sending people out letters left and right saying this is how much your rent is going to increase. And that shit went up almost, what, almost 20%? My neighbor down the hall, they were paying, I think, like, I think she said they were paying like 2000 Now, mind you, we paying 1988. I'm sorry, 1888. Mm hmm. They were paying two. Uh, they were paying two thousand. Their fucking rent went up to almost twenty nine hundred dollars. That's rent. wild. For rent, I, I almost went to the landlord and was like, "Yo, can I just shake some dick at you? Like, what is going on? Like, what? there's no way." So, like, by the grace of God, we ended up getting the house and everything. But even then, mm -hmm. that's a cost. Um, and for anybody who's listening, the reason why, like, I really wanted to have the show is because I'm, I really want to like let people know that first buy like first time home buyer shit is a crock of shit because most homes you have to go and waive inspections waive contingencies and shit like that 
the interest rates are so high that you'll no longer be able to, uh, you know, be in these programs that give you like, you know, FHA loans and, you know, closing costs and shit like that. My closing yeah. cost is almost fucking $40,000, Shane. $40,000. So me as a first time homeowner, I'm thinking, oh, that's not bad, right? But then I'm not thinking about the little minute shit that I didn't think about that now I have to go dip into savings that I was going to use for, you know, furnishing the house and getting new shit. Right. But the, the fucking moving company is $2,300 for a two bedroom. Listen. The moving company and they nickel and dime you everywhere. Oh, it, are there steps to your new place? $65. Oh, the boxes and everything are free, but tape, yeah, that's going to be $399. I was like, I'll steal some fucking tape from work. Then, you know, to make matters worse when it comes to, you know, the housing thing, I told you we had the $40,000 down. We have the $2,000 for the, uh, what's the name? We have to have an appraisal. That's $700. I'm like, yo, they, they get you coming, you know, going. I just don't understand it. So then, to make matters worse today, I decided to go grocery shopping. Boy, did I make the mistake. Come on. Avocados, $8. Eight fucking dollars for four avocados. What the fuck is in avocados that are eight dollars now? Listen, Chipotle. There are there are people there are people dying from trying yeah. to just farm avocados. Yeah, I'm talking about on some gang shit. I just I I don't like have an explanation for the inflation because my thing is like you said with the Russia and Ukraine thing they gave up money here and now we owe East, like we literally owe ourselves. So they're like, okay, we'll just, it's, tax, it's taxable. And then there are people who are still looking for checks. Like those, uh, what do you call it? Like the government checks for having kids and shit like that. Some people still ain't yeah. got theirs yet. <laughs> I have a friend who was like, Greg, I haven't gotten mine in fucking four months. I was like, oh, I thought it stopped in March. He was like, no, Greg, I still haven't gotten the first three. How? How the fuck Why? did you not get the first three? But you know I what? Know. They, came, they came looking for the goddamn taxes, though. They came looking for the, hey, by the way, tax day, I need you to be ready because guess what? You're going to have to pay us. It, it is so fucked up that people don't realize, like, oh, like, it, it's nice to say that I'm a homeowner, but that shit is expensive. Now I got to figure out groceries and shit. I got to figure out so much when it comes to this inflation shit. But then when I see my friends, when they're like, oh, Greg, I went to the bar. I went here. I, I'm like, how much is the bar now? How, how much is a drink? Oh, one drink is fucking $17? Oh, no, I stay in the fucking house. I got a friend that runs a hookah business. That motherfucker charges $75 per hookah. What the fuck is in hookah that charges $70? Hmm. I, I, I can't do it. Like, I'm going to start selling dick. And I told Jess, I was like, she's going to have to come to the understanding that a lot, a lot of the shit is not free, and this dick is one of those. Like, you get it because we married. But somebody going to have to, I'm a, I have to shake it at somebody. Cause this is disgusting. My grandmother tells me, you know, that, you know, the wedding that happened and everything, she's like, oh, Greg, I'm just letting you know that, you know, for me, I'm thinking about giving up the house. Like, no, why are you gonna give up the house? You oh, well, you know, I just, I want, but, and that's why I told her, I was like, you have to keep every fucking thing you have. I got people talking about they throwing shit away, they downside, for what? Just keep what the fuck you got. A lot of people are like, really hurting because of like rent shortages and stuff like that a lot of apartments mm -hmm. they want they want more out of you than a fucking house my co-worker yeah, like, oh yeah they're asking for three months of rent i was like yo you should rent to own a house at that point 
she was like, right. yeah, but see, I don't want to deal with that. I was like, no, you want to. I'm not paying any apartment in 2022 over asking price. If you look at the rental rates from 2020 to 2022, that shit should not be up almost 40%. It should not. Yeah. It's not sustainable. There's going to be a lot of homeless people, Shannon. There's going to be a lot of people who can't afford anything. Like daycare? Oh, man, I'm so I'm so blessed. But that's what they want, though. They want people to not be able to afford living by themselves so they can shack up, get pregnant, and end up making this fake family unit that's not real, that's going to then stress people out, have people depressed, have people yep. drinking more, um, probably be in abusive relationships because y'all know y'all shouldn't be together, but y'all don't want to live separately because it costs too much. It's just this snowball of effect that's going to happen because of what they're forcing to take place. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just really not happy with it because, I, like, I know I want to blame America because we are the problem. Um, but a lot of this shit is not sustainable. I know bubbles are going to burst. There's going to be recessions and things like that. But what about the now? Like, yeah. the recession gets fucking three years. What about now? There are going to be a lot of people hurt and homeless. And, you know, I don't want to be that. I don't want that for anybody else. But like you said, like like the title says, with fucking monopoly money, we aren't being paid. I had to tell my boss straight out, yeah, I know for a fact that the evaluations and shit don't happen till September. We're gonna have to talk now. And I told him, mm -hmm. I was like, yo, this this is my price. This is my fucking price. I, I have to treat myself like a fucking NBA athlete because I have to know my worth. And a lot of these jobs are like, oh, we'll give you a three percent raise. How the fuck you get a three percent raise and everything else has gone up eight percent? Yeah. That three percent ain't nothing. Three percent ain't shit. That that is literally the taxes that they are paying you. My job, like last year, they gave us bonuses of like I think it was like twelve hundred dollars or some shit like that. By the time I got it, it was like fucking almost six hundred and fifty dollars because they taxed it. They acted like it was a regular fucking paycheck. I was like, you know, you could have just wrote me a check, right? I prefer that. They were like, oh no, we you know we have to do it this way, you know that way, you know we can report it on taxes. But I'm like, but y'all took fucking forty percent of it. Right. So, you know, jobs don't appreciate you and shit like that. And God forbid you leave a job. Like, that was my biggest fear. Like, I leave a job and then I go to another job that either overworks and underpays me or I can't get a job at all. That's going to scare the fuck out of me. Because I'm definitely in the market for Right now. Uh, every yes, week. I said that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. Every week I, uh, I apply to at least six different jobs. Mm -hmm. And that's another gripe that I have right now is now that everybody knows people are looking for work, people are taking advantage of people looking for work as far yep. as like putting up fake jobs just to get people's information. Yep. Uh, oh, we're going to pay you $30 an hour for data entry. That's not real. Not at all. That's not, not all. real. Nobody is paying that. And I Not look at all. all these jobs and these jobs think that they slick where they tell you everything about the job except what the job is paying. I'm not wasting my time. The reason you didn't put the pay on here is because you know the pay is shit. Yep. And then yep. when I do see a job that puts the pay up there and does look legit and they have other people that's been working for them um, and I can find the website of the job. What's up, E-Roots? It 
all the things that they want you to do, you basically have to have no life. You have to have no life. You can't have kids. You can't be in a relationship because your time is going to be taken because they think that they pay you enough for you to be their slave thing. Not at all. Not for me. Not for me. Like and that, so that with, all of, the, oh, with all of this shit, with all of this shit, with your shit, because you have a family unit, like a wife, a child, you want to be able to give them a comfortable place to live and be uh, comfortable. Because a lot of time with living up north, anything above North Carolina is considered up north for me. Um, what you guys are paid sounds lovely. Until you see what you get for the amount of yeah. money you make. Yeah. Until yeah. you see how much shit costs. Until you see yeah. what a hassle it is to get from point A to point B. Until you yeah, exactly. see how much you're paying monthly for this and monthly for that. Shit that us down south here in Georgia would be like, oh, that's easy. You just pay this. Oh, you just park your car in the driveway. Oh, <coughs> you walk your your bags from the trunk probably like five steps to your door and mm-hmm. everywhere this shit don't make sense. it doesn't um what's up vader everywhere this shit don't make sense and after i play these messages i'm gonna get into why this doesn't That's make dope. sense it's either the everybody has to stop working and say we're not going to work because this shit don't make sense or they're going to keep pushing the limits for citizens that have to work in order to provide yeah. for themselves until we are all just fucking insane industries like this shit's not adding up but uh let me let me play these messages Devonte has dropped some things hey brother take some um some honey take some um bragg's vinegar right you you, you simmer it in a in a uh, in a pan and just let it simmer until you know it cooks up to bubble and then you pour it in a cup you drink it like tea that will cut that shit in your throat or your chest or whatever you got that cough will go away quickly of course uh you got to you know put a little water in it so it won't burn your tongue or your root or your mouth but it shit will work trust me you do that for at least three days, two times a day, you'll be good. Also, uh, eat some garlic. Eat some raw garlic. That will cut the bacteria in your throat. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Because, trust me, I, mean, I did the turmeric tea shit. That tastes like ass. Um, <laughs> I can't drink diet soda anymore because, uh, like, the aspartame and that shit, I can taste it now. Uh, but my the biggest thing for me that re- it really hurt my heart, like I can't eat waffle fries from Chick Fil A no more. I can I don't know what it is the the oil or whatever. I can't stand the taste of it because of this. Now they said obviously like that might go away and stuff, but the COVID shit is it's not a joke. I'm not too fond of this shit, um, and I'm just honestly ready for the cough to go away. Uh, my mother in law when she you know she had a cough for like four weeks, and I was like yo. I, I can't do three more weeks of this shit. I know I can't. So I'm, I'm going to take his advice and go for it. But yeah. One thing about feeling like that in in the in the winter, it makes sense, okay? But in mm-hmm. the summer, that shit don't make no sense. None. Okay? And I feel no. sorry for you. Uh, $121 is not that bad. It depends on what kind of food you got and what kind of bargains you picked out. 
$121 could last for a good two weeks if you put some coupons on top of that mug. Actually, if you put some coupons on top of that 121 you can bring that mug down to 20 bucks. I was trying not to cuss. I don't know who's around y'all. So, yeah, you could actually get some coupons involved with them, uh, them products that you're buying from the grocery store. That way you can save a lot of money. And if you got Kroger or uh, Costco or whatever, um, yeah, you could put 10 cent on top of what you got or 20 cent, whatever. I think it like raises up when you buy more food or you pay for gas, you get points. So you can use that to, to bring the gas prices down or to bring your gas price down if it's like $4. Ours is at seven to nine bucks. Yeah, I, I do I get those um, with Kroger, but some stores refuse to take your coupons. Like, you don't use coupons at a farmer's market. You should have seen these six ox sales that they wanted for $17 at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. I said, when I buy ox sales, my oldest child will eat it by herself. There's no way I'm buying ox sales to cook for everybody. And my mom is here, so it's my mom, me, Ari, Anya, and there's food in the fridge, but I can't go to the grocery store every day. That's this insane. So I try to buy food that will last for like two or three days. And mm-hmm. my mom is here. She's Jamaican. She does not cook for the amount of people in the house. She cooks enough food for you to go back and go back and go back and go back. So I asked her to make me her chicken soup that she makes. And that involves like yam, a whole bunch of different vegetables, uh, chicken. The pack of chicken was fucking $15 of wings. Man, listen. And when I say wings, I'm talking about the baby wings, not them turkey wings. Mm -hmm. And so... One store I spent like sixty bucks. Another store I spent like sixty bucks. And the way I look at it is, if I'm a come here every other day, I'm gonna spend the money in gas. I'm gonna spend the money in my time. And any way that you look at it, what I'm being paid is not adding up. And then when you be like, okay, there has to be some type of resource for this. No, because when you look to see what resources you can get help from, they ask you what your gross pay is. The gross pay that's going to taxes that you don't ever see or touch or get to use. And then they be like, no, you make too much money. Your gross pay is this. If I add up my expenses, Realistically, the way that I'm the way that I'm making a living and and being able to pay all my bills and shit, it has to be God's plan. Yeah. Because the numbers is not adding up. Realistically, I should probably be bringing in at least 4 grand a month in order to live how I'm living, but I'm not. I'm planning to match how I'm living. Okay. Most moms are really great at this shit, but it's really, it's really like a puzzle piece. What needs to be paid here? What can I push back? 
Um, what I will say is if if your utilities gives you an option to do like a flat rate of like gas or your electric, jump on that shit. Okay. Um, when it comes to like these smart thermometers for your uh, AC, use that shit. Because when I did my taxes um, last year, they got almost uh, $1,300 out of me for the year. Ooh. Just pay utilities. And I got to, I, and, if, and if you want to look at it, check your fucking bill. Look at the months where your shit is the highest. And it's because you, in midday, more, more than likely for people who are not working from home, your AC, your AC is trying to keep your house probably at a 67 or a, or a 72 temperature. You can't do that shit in Georgia unless you're fucking rich. You can't do that shit in Texas unless you're fucking rich because it takes so much energy to cool a house in midday down here with this fucking heat. So during the day, I try to do the fans. I try to only do the fans, the rooms that I'm in. Anything that you're really not using and you got it plugged in, plug that shit the fuck out. Um, watch your doors and your windows, especially if you got kids, because they will leave that shit open and try to make sure you AC in the outside. Like all of that shit matters. And the older I get, the more I'm turning into. Uh, uh, everybody hates Chris dad. That's, that's 35 cents. That's, 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 man, Anya was outside with the holes and she left the holes on. I said, look at all this water. Look at, I am terrified to see my water bill next month. Terrified. Okay. My bill, my water bill is $44 this month and I am mm -hmm. terrified to see what it is next month because I've been uh, planting things with my mom. My mom has been watering things. The girls have been watering things. They were in the pool a few weeks ago. And I'm just like, dog, being an adult is some... Bullshit? Yep. That is, is some... How you... How, what you mean everybody not high? You gotta exactly. be high to get through this shit. You gotta, you gotta have your little drinky drink while you working. Like, you have to have some type of balance of if if I'm gonna feel insane while I pay these bills, yep. let me get a little lifted. Let me let me let me float a little bit. And that, that's where I'm at with it, pretty much. Because I be telling people, I'm like, look, I don't pay this much in rent to be friends with people like my boys be like greg you don't go out no more what the fuck i'm going out for i can't go nowhere Listen. There's, there's, there's nowhere to go like motherfuckers talking about oh let's go to the bar let's go to the restaurant for what my nigga there's nothing here there, there's literally nothing here there are no restaurants there are no bars we're going we're going to none of that shit you know where we're going to the house y'all can come <laughs> over always i'm like yo leave at a Your thing breaking up. Your thing breaking up. Were you driving through some mountains? I'm gonna play some messages yeah. so he can.
Sure, this is the time for people to actually create their own tough condoms so they won't Not get nobody condom. pregnant. Also, start creating your own products. Stop buying uh, Lifestyle and the Magnets or whatever the heck people use. I don't even have sex no more. Shit. Oh I am celibate for a reason. But, yeah, um, <laughs> there's ways of getting around the system where you can create your own. You know, 3D printing is awesome. Of course, you can't yep. make a condom out of latex out of 3D printing. Or maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe they got that kind of software or some kind of droplets that you can make your own condom. And put yep. your name on it. Make yep. some ends meet. The system ain't helping you. Help yourself. Listen. Create your own product so you can make money off of it. Jump on Amazon and sell your stuff. They don't take profit. You can make bank on a pallet. Um, yep. that's true. I will say this: papaya and papaya seeds is a natural birth control for yep. men. And women, you ain't heard that from me though. I'm just saying. Okay, if you are in a state right now where Plan Bs are um, legal, clear the shelf. Clear yes. the shelf. If you don't have any condoms on hand and you were single out here, buy the condoms. Buy yes. the condoms. Okay, these people are tripping okay yeah tripping like everything cost money that it shouldn't like what well, how the fuck is condoms when we went to the dr um i think like a three pack of condoms was like 8.99 and i was like yo i don't, I don't even like to fuck that much 8.99 <laughs> fuck that i see what it's raw now for me like even which one it's cheaper to have a baby what the fuck you mean it is not of people Baby, do not listen to Greg, okay? Nah, nah, it, it, is, it is cheaper to go ahead and tell her have the baby, meaning, like, she can either taste the babies or she can spit the babies out. Oh, okay. Either, either way, welcome to daycare, because your, your body gonna be a daycare at some point. So, some kid's gonna land somewhere, because mm -hmm. what's not happening is the price of condoms, the price of Plan Bs and stuff like that. When I saw that Amazon's Plan Bs were fucking sixty four ninety nine, I was like, God damn. $64? Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, inflation for me is just a little bit too much. I, I'm good on it. I'm good. I'm going to stay my black ass in the house. You know for what the another thing is, Greg? I'm, I'm irritated that? because all the people who are making these laws on what women should be doing with their bodies, mm -hmm. they can't have kids no more. Yeah. And then when they do ask to create kids, with their side pieces, never their wives. Mm -hmm. They go ahead, they pay for them to get an abortion. Yep. What the fuck? I'll never understand it. But again, this is what happens when you let 60-year-old white people decide everything about everything. They got, they have the money. They actually like uh, increases and shit because it makes them feel better. That's why with them fucking avocados, I'm like, oh yeah, if we start, you know, if we start charging $8, black people gonna stop eating avocado toast. I don't even like avocado toast. You know what I do like? Guacamole. I like guacamole. Give me my goddamn avocados. So, I, I don't know. Eventually, like, I'm going to end up moving to Bora Bora or Dubai or some shit like that because I hate it here. I'm literally at the point where a I can't A lot of people are moving. Yeah. A lot of people are moving um, because the United States no longer makes sense. 
I feel like the United States is about to turn into a huge ghetto. Um, I told y'all I'm not really into politics until everybody born uh, 1955 and back dies off. Okay? Because we're not going to see change with the people whose daddies were masters and Mm -hmm. owned slaves and the ones who get up and talk about the shooting at this grocery store and say, oh, it's not terrorism. Terrorism is planes flying into buildings. Bitch, what? Exactly. Exactly. They got fucked up. Every way fucked up. I'm I'm not. Listen, I'm going to continue these messages, but there's so much ghetto shit happening right now. I'm just like, Lord, what flight are you on? When is your plane coming in? I will wait and pay for parking in the airport parking lot and wait for you and pick you up. Because how ghetto are you going to allow Earth to get until you come clean your shit? Yeah, I think he's sick of it. He's like, you know what? I told the motherfuckers to go to Mars. They weren't listening. So fuck it. They can just live down there if they want. I'm waiting for Elon to get Make it make sense. Brother, you doing, you got a house. I got a one-bedroom apartment, and I'm paying $3,200 a month. What? So, what? yeah, you doing good, man. But at the same time, that is kind of high, but it depends on what's up the street. You got a supermarket, you got a gas station. Is there there a hospital, a fire department? Is there a park? Is there schools for your kids? I mean, Mm -hmm. you paying for that too. And then your neighbors too. You know, if you got racist neighbors and you got to pay for that, which is that, that would suck. But there's other ways around that as well. So you gotta think outside the box, brother. You are blessed to have a roof over your head and can pay that three grand a month with your wifey and kids. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, shit. If you in Cali and you paying nine dollars like I am in gas, oh nope. man. Those, no there's way. ways around that as well. So. Ain't no way. Nine dollars in gas, I'm riding a bike. I've been seeing I've been seeing y'all out there in Cali um, paying $106 to fill y'all tank. Nope. Jesus. Like, make it make sense. All right, y'all. We got one of our favorites. We got E. Ruth giving us scriptures. Get your Bibles open. Open your uh, Bibles to palms. Okay. Good evening. The dynamic duo loud mass mouth stereo in the building. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. As usual, always bringing the the greatest the greatest conversations for us to be talking about. Uh, yeah, so mastering adulting, I looked over to my seventeen year old and was telling her like, you know what, being an adult is great. You're gonna have a lot of fun. It's exciting. You get a the fresh the start to be able to do shit the right way, the ways that I didn't get a chance to do it. You get to actually do work differently than how I did work. Although she wants to be a nurse, so it's hours a whole lot of hours but of course it's service of people so it works out but i'm uh, got another story to tell about the foolishness that y'all were talking about listen please tell us let's get up about how jobs yep. want you to like burn yourself out and they do it with a smile so yes i'm at work today right mm-hmm. and you know what i can't deal with is nice nasty people i can't <laughs> say what you mean say what your chest Put some bass in your chest. Put some bass in your throat. 
whenever you want to say something, just say it out loud. Don't give me no nice, nasty side way trying to say some slick shit to me. So anyway, so I got, I have a team because my job seems to think that despite coming back from leave, despite going through some things where, you know, Kevin had gone through a medical issue and all this stuff that I'm coming back and they're just going to do what they want to do. Just throw whatever they want to throw at me. Mm. So, Ooh, it's getting juicy. Yeah. So, I come back to work and they give me a team of people who work opposite schedules of me. I work from 5 o'clock p.m. to 2 a.m. It's the best schedule I have because I'm the taxi cab driver for everybody. I drive the kids to school. I drive mm -hmm. Kevin to work, pick everybody up. So, from 2 to 5 I'm pretty much on the road. Sorry, from one to five, I'm on the road picking everybody up from school. So I'm, I'm of course, I have peers of mine who are just, I guess, I don't know if they're trying to move up or what they're trying to do. And they're like, I, tell, I come in and I'm like, listen, I'm getting, I'm here early because I've been flexing my schedule because I got a team who's training for the first time, who's never, ever heard of anything that we do in this department. And their schedules are start at 11 o'clock a.m., well, my schedule normally starts at five, so I got to flex around. I'm not going to be able to, uh, I'm going I'm to be busy. Another message. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. She's spitting. I another thing before I click her message. A lot of jobs are being assholes in a nice way to yep. make people want to leave so they don't have to fire them and they can't collect unemployment. They think they slick. Exactly. Because exactly. my job tried me. My job tried me and was like, oh, we want you to do account and billings at 5 a.m. to 6.15 a.m. And then come back at 9.45 to work till 6.15 and work for us. What? No, sir. I, I, I emailed my supervisor. I said, hey, I would like you guys to know that I work for you between the hours of 9.45 and 6.15. If you need me at 5 a.m. to 6.15, as if I don't have kids in my house, you are sadly exactly. mistaken. You will be one employee less. Exactly. They fix shit so quick. Because mm -hmm. they realize, because like, yo. Oh, go ahead. If I work for you, that doesn't make you uh, allowed to have the audacity to delegate all of my time. If you want me to come in early outside of my normal schedule, audacity, but continue. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I'm just agreeing with you because at this point, like, with workers and, like, employers and stuff like that, like, they want to act like they don't give a fuck about their employees, but they don't want to start over. There was a girl at my job who, I don't know if they fired her or let her go. She got comfortable. And she hadn't even been in 90 days. She did less than nothing. Like, she was used to, I guess, I don't know if she got fired at the last job for doing nothing. But she got to this job and did less than nothing. And my boss was trying to have me train her for shit. And I was like, for what? She don't want to do shit. And she keep telling right. me she don't want to do anything. So, you know, we get a message on Tuesday. Like, hey, you know, just letting y'all know her last day was Friday. I was like, oh, y'all fired her. Y'all fired her. And... For me, I tell anybody like y'all, like as somebody who has been fired, it, it's not comfortable on your resume saying, you know what I did? I got fired for some shit that I could have controlled, which is yeah. basically just doing your fucking job. Now, for anybody who, you know, is saying they're frustrated with their job and stuff like that, trust me, we all are. The best way to get out your frustrations at a job is applying for new jobs while you're still collecting the check at the current one. Boom. Don't go act. 
do not go acting crazy at your employer and then be trying to apply somewhere else because it's easier to go on an interview and get declined but know you got a job on Monday. It's, mm. it's so easy. When I be going and applying for jobs, half the jobs I be applying to, I be forgetting six months later when they be like, hey, by the way, we finally got to you. And yeah, kind of fuck you. We ain't care if you want you wanted a job or not. We're going to tell you six months later that you ain't get it. I'm like, yo, when the fuck did I, when did I apply for this job? Yo, I, don't even, I don't even, what? They be like, oh yeah, you applied fucking uh, April 2021. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. So for me, I've got, and I'm, I'm so brutally honest when they do these interviews and shit now. Mm-hmm. Why do you want a job? Because I want more money. Inflation went up 8%, but why don't you ask your job? I'm asking you motherfuckers. I want to see what you got over here. I this eat at, you know, the same goddamn restaurant every day. Oh, yeah, sometimes I want chicken nuggets. The next day I might want steak. You never fucking know. Now, the question is, are you going to be the steak or are you going to be the chicken tenders that I've already been eating? Because guess this- what? I can go somewhere else. You have to market yourself a certain way. And a lot of these employers, they think they have the upper hand now because they think the pandemic is over. I'm like, no, now people are literally leaving jobs every six to eight months. Yes. And they haven't built an excuse. They're like, oh, no. They can lie and say, oh, it's a contract job for six months because the pandemic. It was a remote job and shit like that. It don't make it. I'm sorry. How does that? How do I put it? It doesn't make your resume look any bad, any worse because of the fact it's the pandemic. I had a friend who literally had fucking six jobs during the pandemic. Six. And they were like, you know what? I just didn't like that job. I just didn't show up one day. So I was like, so what you do? You put it on your, he was like, I don't put it on my resume. I put it on my LinkedIn. I was like, yeah, but then it just looked like you got a whole bunch of fucking jobs. And he's like, what the fuck they going to tell me? I'm like, oh, they downsized because of the pandemic. I was like, yo, that's so fucking smart. That is a great way to like leverage yourself to see what the salaries are going to be. And I'm not playing let's make a deal. When the next job that I get, there is no, hey, by the way, uh, this is what you want to pay me. Like if this, if the salary is not discussed in that interview or we don't come to an agreement of this is the, the range and the range is too low for me. No, nah, I walk out. I, right. I'm waiting for the day where I can literally, Shane, I'm waiting for the day where I can go on an interview and they say some shit that I already don't like. And I just grab my fucking bag like LeBron James at the. Uh, and the you should. I just be like, no, nah, I'm all right. I'm good. Because, because they, they be- need to value your time, man. Yes. Value people's fucking time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can't waste your time when other people are depending on you. And these people at these corporate places know that they have a high turnover rate for a reason. They're under pressure just like you're under pressure. But they're in the illusion of comfort thinking oh, I've been here for such and such years, they won't get rid of me. I know people who have been working for corporate jobs for 15 plus years and have Mm -hmm. nothing else on their resume for 15 plus years and they drop them like a bad habit and they be sitting on their couch like, what happened? Yep, I've been at my job now, it'll be five years in August and hate the job, like the pay. And the reason why is what I can afford is what I can afford for now. But if the fucking inflation and shit like that keeps going up, and I know we keep talking about monopoly money and shit like that, I'm going to start asking them for monopoly money because I got to pay these fucking bills. So when Period. it comes to like the next, in, uh, not the next interview, the next meeting where they're like, hey, Greg, like we, we thank you for all the things you did last year. Don't thank me with words. Thank me with the goddamn money. It, it means that much to me. And then when I say this, I'm talking pre-tax. I don't want you to be like, hey, by the way, this is how much you would make on your check. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I need to. I need all that. You know, health 
insurance went up, dental insurance went up and shit. My dentist still calling me, hey, Greg, like, you know, come in and do, no, we're going to do the teeth cleaning. If you tell me too much, I'm going to a new goddamn dentist. Right. I literally, I've broken up with so many people during the fucking pandemic because they prices ain't what I'm willing to pay. And I can find shit cheaper. Broke up with my barber because he decided, oh, he just going to randomly go on fucking maternity leave for four months. I was like, you know what? This ain't the <laughs> pandemic no more, my nigga. Nope. Guess what? You gone. Got a new barber. I went, uh, the dentist situation, I told you, my dentist gave me an estimate. I was like, oh, that estimate ain't what I want. He was like, oh, yeah, well, what we want to do is we want to do the cleaning. Mind you, nothing wrong with my teeth. This motherfuckers are trying to find something. So he's like, oh, yeah, let's just use your premium and everything. Now I was like, what, what the fuck? So now what y'all are doing is you're trying to use people's premiums in order to max out their health insurance benefits. No, yes. that's not, not, not on this side. My doctor fucking uh, told me, oh, well, guess what? Now, uh, to go get COVID test, because I used to go over there and get my COVID test. Oh, it's a $40 copay to get a COVID test. Nigga, what? Well, I'm just going to have to fucking keep having COVID then, because ain't no goddamn way I'm paying $40. That, or I'll just do these at-home tests. I'll go to the library every Tuesday and grab 12 of the motherfuckers. This is what it's going to be. So, I know how I sound. I sound like, damn, like, Greg just, like, he hate life right now. Life is good. These prices ain't. We're going to have to fix this. We got to adjust it, because I'm sick of it. Ain't nothing wrong with life right now, except we got to get more direct and more honest. And you don't have to be nasty to get direct with people. You just got to keep it all the way 1,000. Like, I want to help you. I would love to be a part of your company. But um, right now, with what's on the table, with these numbers, is not adequate. But thank you for your time. Close that um, laptop. Get out of that Zoom. Pick up your things, get your jacket, shake your hands, and walk out politely. And let these people know that, oh, so we had 10 interviews this week and you have no candidates? Hmm, we have to change something. Because these corporations have money. These corporations are fake hiring people when they know at least 65% of them won't stick. Okay, um, my job had the executive come and talk to each team, and this girl was in there going off. She was like, "Well, what is this company gonna do? Because this company will be paying everybody twenty four an hour to do the same thing with more benefits, and right now I can't pay my rent with this money. I can't pay for my car payment with this money. And right now this this company is not making sense. Nope. And the ex- the executive clearly said this to her face. Well, I've been working for this company for the last 30 years and it works for my family. I suggest you do what for you. I can't speak for you. So if that other company is offering you what they're offering you, go ahead and do that. Mm. These people don't care as long as they're okay. So you have to match that energy. Go where you're comfortable at. Go where you don't have to second guess if you could pay this or pay that. Because I'd be damned if I'm working how I'm working with a whole bunch of stupid people that unfortunately get paid more than I do and Mm want to tell me, I'm sorry, I'm new. I know it's a stupid question, but Bitch, y'all gonna have to be paying me more for me to exactly. irritate. There exactly. is a reason why I'm working 9.45 to 12 p.m. tomorrow and not 9.45 to 6. Because mm. 
I feel like I deserve to have more than the little time that they're trying to give me on my Friday. I want a half a day tomorrow and I'm going to take it with nothing exactly that I need to do and get paid for it with PTO because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I say a lot of people are in your position, Greg, and mm-hmm. my position have shit we need to do that we can't do because these companies want to delegate our time and it fucks with your mental. Yes. If it fucks with your emotional and it takes time away from people that you actually want to spend time with, especially mm-hmm. if you have, and it's not right. But they're gonna learn because for me, I tell motherfuckers straight up now, like I don't have a, I don't have any fucks to give. I I, re- <laughs> I really do not. Like I I know my worth now officially at my current job. I know that there is a ceiling, but I also know the work that I do. So when I see motherfuckers not doing their work, I be like, mm, okay, cool. So y'all ain't gonna do no work? We all ain't doing no goddamn work today. They hate that shit now. The motherfuckers be like, damn, Greg, see, you just 530 you out? Motherfucker, ain't, I'm, at, I'm at the elevator at 529. 530, I'm out, <laughs> meaning outside. My, my boss one day, he was like, Greg, he was like, you left a little bit early. No, I left when the work was done. There's a difference. And people need to understand that right there. You don't need me for eight and a half hours or seven and a half hours. Have fuck you. you don't need me that much. I'm one of the motherfuckers when I get when I'm working from home and shit like that. All the work be done by eleven. Don't bother me. Don't hit me on WebEx or Zoom and shit. Oh, the last time you say you were an active ninety minutes. Ago, you know, the last time you were active was ninety minutes ago. Are you, are you checking up on me? You got too much time checking on me. What the fuck you been doing for ninety goddamn right. minutes? How about that? I, I've literally had to tell somebody. They were like, "Oh, it says you were an, an active." Yeah, and. <laughs> What the, what the, and like I, when the pandemic first started, and I lied to you now, I used to be one of them. I had the little app that will keep your computer at like active and shit, so it didn't look like it went black. Man, some days I wake up, I sign out, you know, I sign into the office and shit like that, and I just close the goddamn computer. Work, the work gonna get done. The question is, when do I fucking feel like doing it? Yes. And you know, the, the reason why I feel this way is because I'm working twice as hard to do the fucking shit that I need to do, right? But you motherfuckers are going to the gym for an hour and shit. Y'all going and taking lunch breaks at the bar and, you know, oh, we, we going on vacations and shit. Like, mm-mm, no. I, I'm at the point, I'm a little bit fed up with the way that America works. When people in the UK be telling me how they got free healthcare and all this. Now, I know, like, Europe sometimes, like, there's a lot of places there that are shitholes, and there's no disrespect to them. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the United States, I'm like, yo, if I got to deal with, like, BLM not giving people goddamn money, like, they going and buying $6 million houses, I got to deal with, you know, somebody might just decide they want to be a shooter today and, you know, decide they want to snipe everybody in the motherfucking restaurant or at the mm-hmm. bar, whatever the fuck. I got to deal with that shit. I got to deal with the employers trying to say, you know what? Yeah, w- this is how much money we've made this year because guess what? People working from home, they're more enthused and they get the work done faster, which means we can give them more work. But you know what? When it comes to actually paying them, we're just going to give them 3%. Sure, the fucking inflation's 8%, but we're just going to give them 3% because guess what? They, they, they don't want to go anywhere because of job security. Well, guess what? I'd rather work security than have job security here. I will literally go and put on the blue goddamn shirt. I'm fine with that. If I'm going to get paid, I'm going to get paid. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, again, the title of this, Master and Adulting with Monopoly Money, trust me, I mastered adulting a long time ago. I already hate it here. I hate it here. 
If I could be fucking 16 again, fucking in my mom's basement, I would. Everything she told everything that school taught me was a fucking lie. They were telling me about fucking AP English, AP Spanish, the Pythagorean theorem and shit like that. You know what they didn't tell me? Hey, guess what? How about saving, you know, all, all the checks for your summer jobs and shit? How about saving that shit? How about when you want to go buy a house, it's going to be $40,000? How about when you go to buy groceries and shit? You, you know, you're going to get groceries that the shit say the expiration date is the fucking 25th and it's the 23rd. You're sitting there like, well, damn, I guess I got to freeze this shit. How about telling somebody that, you know what? Gas gonna be roughly fucking seven eight dollars, and you gotta pay that shit. I'm out here looking for electric cars. I'm like, I can't even afford the electric cars. Right. I'm at the I'm at the point. I'm gonna get me a fucking electric scooter or an electric bike. I'm like, you know, I just bike the fucking work. So you know, I know it sounds like I'm fed up, and I am. We but I take it in stride. Yeah, I just take it in stride, knowing that I'm not alone. So when I be telling friends and family and stuff like that, I'm like, yo. Shit's expensive here. Remember that bachelor party when I told you that shit was expensive and I played broke the entire goddamn time? Mm-hmm. I was not joking. My sister's wedding and shit, I was mad as fuck. I had to spend, when I actually took off the suit and I realized I had to take that shit back, I was like, no, nah, it's mine now. We go together. Mm-hmm. What the fuck you mean? I paid $280 for a suit that I was going to wear for fucking six hours and I got to send this motherfucker, uh, this motherfucker back. Then they emailed me the day after the wedding. like, hey, if you want to keep it, it's going to be $400. Wait, wait, I already paid you. Just, just let me hold on to it, dog. Please. Like, I, I could use another suit. I, I need something to interview in. I'll interview in a tux. Why not? Why, who going to tell me no? Right. I'm just be one dapper motherfucker. Tell me mm-hmm. my salary. But, you know, I, I, I've talked a mile a minute and everything. I, I know for a fact I'm going to have to go in a second because of the medication shit. But mm-hmm. let's get these voicemails going. And we, we definitely going to have a part two to this because I'm not done ranting because we're going to talk about groceries in depth because I'm going to run down my grocery list. That's the first thing I'm going to do. And secondly, Shant, we, we have to, we have to talk about healthcare and shit going up because that matters to me when it comes to Skylar, you know, the wife, and more importantly, how it impacts daycare now. Because I did not realize when it comes to healthcare, like daycare plays a factor, at least for me. So, yeah, I'm just irritated at life. But let, let's hear what these people got to say. A shout out to everybody. Who's- $3,200 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. First, I got a couple questions. First, how many square feet? Second, what city? And third, uh, oh, my God, what is this? How, how magnificent is this apartment? I'm just saying. <laughs> That fucking apartment got butterfly doors. It got. <laughs> it gotta have butterflies. Fucking thirty two hundred four and no, a one bit man. I'm, Greg, shut up. Cause, yeah, we having a part two. Cause like, so this uh one of my peers is like, oh, I see in another this these two work together. These they in cahoots. So this one pair of mine, she's just like, don't forget we have a meeting at uh, at twelve o'clock, and I'm like, uh, well I have. I just put in another another chat, chat room that I have a, a meetings. I'm meeting and greeting the people that came to my team starting at noon. So I'm not going to have the time. I'm, I'm bouncing around my day all day long, flexing all day long. So then he comes back and he's like, yeah, so we have a mandatory meeting at 12. Uh, did you not? I said, what do you mean? Uh, did you not hear what I said? I said, I'm not going to be there. Then they posted, well, it's posting uh, clips of what the, the mandatory meeting, what our requirements for us being manager. Excuse me. Um, white man. Okay. And whatever you are, girlfriend over here. Okay. I'm not, I'm going to do what I need to do. 
people all I'm gonna say is people have to understand the difference between requirements and request meetings have been and always are optional that's why they have accept or decline I said accept only because I don't want to be the asshole who visibly is telling you I don't want to do this shit I, I don't want to do that and I feel for Eruf because I have a feeling that guy is one of those people who will definitely do some shit like hey everybody's here can you turn your camera on nope my motherfucking webcam is broken pay me more and I can afford a better camera the shit's not coming on and you can suck my dick from the back if you think otherwise mm. that's on GP already slaving as it is working this schedule outside my schedule going to bed at two o'clock three o'clock in the morning getting back up at six o'clock a.m. is are none of y'all listening to what I'm telling y'all no they just like, well, you need to be here. They pinging me, uh, forcing me, trying to force me to come into their meeting in the middle of my meetings. Just disrespectful. Just because you want to be a slave don't mean I want to be a slave. And that's the shit I'm talking about. People at your job who want to be a slave because they want to get the, the promotion and they expect you to be a slave with them. I am so sick of it. I'm going to say no. Even if you need to just, no. Even if you want to, no. Hey, we have a great project for you. No. I do what I'm supposed to do. I come in, I do my hours, and I get up out of here. Because I got kids and a family and a life. And I want to live long. I want to live long. I'm a, again, all I'm going to say is that there are a lot of people who live for work and they don't work to live. And that shit, there's a lot of those coworkers like yours who honestly, their nine to five is their life. That's why they have friends in the office and shit like that. They like to coordinate happy hours and going to events and stuff like that. More importantly, they like to make your life a living hell because they are miserable in their real life. Fuck all that. You be miserable without me on that call. I think that's what Jay-Z meant when he says, was the Queen's race? The Red Queen's race? Yeah, I'm not trying to do that Alice in Wonderland type of crazy type of shit. Well, y'all be thinking y'all could just run and tell me what to do. You go sit in your corner. I'm going to sit in my corner and let me be. <sighs> Adults who trying to, trying to run stuff and you working for somebody else's company. You ain't no boss. You, you ain't no CEO. Sometimes. You don't write no checks. Listen. You get the checks like I get the checks. Okay? Talk. <sighs> I'm just saying, I had enough. It's been a long day, y'all. Thank you for listening to me. I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> See, I'm going to take a shot now, too. E. Yes. Ruth with the truth. E. Ruth with the fucking truth. You heard it, it, it. It's ghetto out here. Say, I wanted to give everybody one heads up. I, I, I worked in management uh, for a lot of years. I've done a lot of hiring. And um, I heard what you said about, um, you know, what, what, what to put on your um, resumes when you've been uh, terminated from a job and I want to I want to promise you um, no job can ask or tell if you've been fired uh, when seeking references from another job they can ask three questions that is did you work there how long did you work there and are you eligible for rehire um, if any job gives any information uh, beyond that, they open themselves up to a lawsuit. Um, so yeah, if you uh, if you don't if you don't want to put on there that you were fired, you can you can put anything you want. There's no real way for them to check, um, but they'll tell you that they can. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Part two, we going in. I, Vader, I need you back here. I need you <laughs> fucking back here because we we gonna have us uh uh 
a E class on fucking LinkedIn and jobs and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. We need it. Hey guys. Yeah. I know y'all are ready to end this this uh this conversation or what have you, but I just wanted to say, look, it's uh twenty twenty two. Them days um for slaving for our jobs, that shit is over with. That shit is done. Right. We don't do that shit no more. Right. Um, I learned a long time ago that these these damn nine to fives, something happened to you, they'll replace your ass in a minute. They don't give two fucks about you. Um, I'm over nine to fives, even though I am planning to go back to work in about a week or so. But that's because life is happening. Like y'all said, adulting, and I got to get back to real life and start making money because I got four badass kids that need shit. But listen here, when I do go back to work... <laughs> Don't think it's going to be me doing overtime. Don't think it's going to be slaving and working for the master. Don't think that uh, when my child ain't sick, I won't leave that fucking job in a heartbeat. Mm, I hear that. <sighs> that is so true. Um, our parents probably worked at a job for 30 plus years and they got their pension and they're happy about it and they brag about it. That is no longer yep. a brag. Yep longer rag um get out here my job told us we won't retire what fucking job tells you you won't retire (laughs) what type of what fucking world do we live in where they have a meeting and the fucking hr person says hey you know with everything that's going on with the you know covid pandemic uh, uh pending recession and shit like that plus the way that the cost of living has gone up a lot of people can't afford the, how the fuck does your job start a sentence saying that with the way we pay you you may not afford to retire you know how some companies when you start there they're like hey if you you know you work here for two to four years you get this if you work here from five to seven years you get this if you get 10 plus years you get this right you usually get like a portion of the company you get like seniority they give you blah 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 my motherfucking job forgot that it was admin professionals day they literally forgot that shit. Jobs do not give a fuck about you. But when my job told us straight out, yo, like a lot of places, including us, cannot afford to retire you. They mm-hmm. want you to work until you're 65 years old. That's why when I see that old man in Chipotle cutting up the chicken and shit, I'm Dad. like, I'm like, yo. And here's the thing. He might, and I, you know, I don't want to be an asshole. Somebody might be like, well, maybe that's just a part-time job for him and shit like that. Here's the thing. At that age, I ain't trying to work. Period. I am done. I was told if I do what the fuck I need to do at 65, then I can go. Like, I can literally go. I can literally go and just be out. They don't want you to do that. They said, yeah, at 65, we told you you can retire. Retiring means, like, okay, you ain't got to work a full-time job, but you won't have to work. Because all this shit is going to go up. You know when M&M's are fucking $2.19, the goddamn price is too goddamn high. Listen! $2.19. Especially when they banned in other countries because of the yellow five in them hoes. Listen, listen. We, we talked about all this shit that's gone up in price and stuff. Notice we ain't said anything is on sale because ain't fucking shit on sale. It's an illusion of a sale. It's a 300% markup and you think it's on sale, but it's really the regular price. Man, when they t- when they when fucking Amazon, they say, you know what? 
ain't no Amazon day. That's when you know it's gone too goddamn far. Amazon can't have an Amazon day. How the, the company can't have a sale? They're like, nah, nah, we can't do that. That Man, Amazon black- done went up. Prime done went up. Yeah. Oh, like, just, you know what? I'm going to save it for part two, but I'm going to give y'all a, a teaser into where I'm going to start with part two. And I'm going to talk about it for 10 minutes. I'm going to just let y'all know this now, and I, I hope everybody's upset about it as I am. Netflix, I'm on your fucking bumper. I am on your motherfucking bumper. Part two, that's how we starting. $19, my nigga. And y'all deleting shit. 19 Part two. I'm going to just leave that where it's at because when I get into the subscriptions and the the, the cable versus the buying all these goddamn streaming services, oh, you going to hate me. Book it. Fucking book it. So, y'all, Greg has to go take his drugs among other things i'm going to continue the show but there will be a part two of this but i'm going to continue the show where i talk about housing versus apartments i'm going to talk about food costs and activities and gas if anybody wants to come up here um you can come up here just let me know and i'm going to talk about balancing relationships and the whole shit but again there will be a part two to this I'm sure um, everybody has something to say about how they're being affected by everything that's going on in adulting and the fact that this government thinks we have monopoly money. At this moment in time, selling drugs doesn't sound that bad. Or dick, because dick is going to be a premium. I'm telling you, Hoochie Daddy Mm -hmm. sees among us, and these women need it. You're going to have to pay, though. I'm talking Netflix prices. It is tiny short season for the men with the thick thighs. Okay. What did T.I. say? Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Exactly. Well, Uh, I'm going to see y'all for part two, Shane. I love you dearly. I will see you on the next one. Please get better, okay? All right. Bye. All right, y'all. Here we go. Uh, We got three messages in the chamber. Like I said, if one of y'all want to come up and vent about this ghetto thing called adulting, let me know. I'm going to play these messages in the meantime. Tell y'all about the monopoly money over here. Guess what we're not going to do? No, we're not buying Gucci. Nobody asked for it in my household. No, we're not buying Dolce and Cabana. Nobody asked for my. I'm not paying those people utilities bills. I'm not paying those people's mortgage. I'm not paying for their property taxes. You know, I'm going to go. Latarje, yeah, uh, I might even go to the, th- no, I'm not going to my, I am going to the thrift store and see what kind of nice pants I can get. Thanks. What am I doing all this for? Why Thanks. am I running this race, paying someone else who's filthy riches bill so I can wear G's and C's on my, cl- on my shirt and I put that on my uh, check marks on my kid's shoes. Nobody, none of us are making it to do that. You know what I'm making it to do? Eat. You know what I'm making good do? Make sure I can see when I'm going down the stairs so I don't fall and bust my ass. Keeping the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what America... Listen. Make it make sense because it don't add up. It don't add up. Oh my God, that is so true. I worked for Kmart for 15 years and anytime something didn't sell, all you had to do was put a sign on it that said sell and people would buy it off the shelves. Uh, they had a word for it. Oh, oh it's been a minute. 
Oh, they, it's, uh, it's not an impulse buy, but they they have a, they actually have a word for it in in like every every major real real uh retail company uh uses this technique. You'll see something that says sale, and it's really it might have been marked up just for them to put a sale sign on it. Well, when we were kids, um, the the big chains were famous for making their the staff come in and work late and marking everything up just so they could put a mark down, put a sale sign on it. Only in America. I'm just saying. Wild. Wild. Just to let y'all know if anybody is out here buying shit from Best Buy, you are a goddamn fool. They openly tell you they do a 300% markup on whatever they're selling. And their customer service is never all that great. Don't play yourself. Do not play yourself. Research everything you buy. That apartment don't have no butterfly doors. That apartment does. It doesn't matter what city is. Thirty-two hundred dollars for a one-bedroom apartment, a one-bedroom house, a two-bedroom house is coming to a city near you because that's how America do. Listen, okay? they don't care. That's the crazy thing. We talking about don't say gay. We could write an executive order about what not to say, but we can't write an executive order to say stop inflating the gas prices. Stop inflating this rent. Stop inflating these mortgages. Stop inflating the food. Come on now. Not Arizona tea is still 99 cents. But the 99 the, the, the dollar tree is a dollar twenty-five. Come on now. Facts. Make it make sense. It don't make sense at all. I don't like it. All right, y'all. So what I'm about to get into is the first form of bullshit the first form of bullshit has got to be adulting with this housing versus apartment people today in u.s housing it's a crazy market it's been this startup since about last year but now it's gotten real disgusting to the point where people are now becoming homeless because overnight uh people want oh e ruth is coming up People want you to pay $900 on the rent that you've been paying for the last two years or a year and a half. People, um, what's up, e Ruth? Hey, hey, hey. I'm upset. People I'm put that out there yeah, right now. People, yeah. um, people want you to randomly find money under your mattress and it be legal. Right now, who makes $4,500 a month in income solo? Tell me. Come on here and tell me if you make that and tell me where you work. Because you will be able to find housing properly if you work less than $25 per hour. You won't. The, re the reality is the minimum amount of money everybody should be making in the United States should be $25 per hour or more yes. for a yes. home or, a, or an apartment without having three roommates. And the reality is the fact that if you're in your 30s right now, you will not be able to afford life by the time you're 60 yeah. with how you're working now. We're not getting social security. And to be honest, the people that are getting social security right now, they have to hope that their kids have room for them in their house because they can't get a place. Um, when it comes to housing for senior citizens, that shit is expensive. 
when it comes to paying for their medicines that companies don't want to cover, that shit is expensive. And the reality is we can't keep thinking, oh, this job is going to be able to help me by the time I retire. I don't know if anybody on here has looked at their social security website and logged in and made a profile, but it tracks every job you've had Mm -hmm. since you started working legally in the United States. And it tells you, according to all the jobs that you had, an estimate of what you will be able to get from the government by the time you retire. And right now, I'm around 900 a month. Where the fuck am I going to live mm-hmm. by the time I'm in my 60s at $900 a month? Mm-mm. These people have audacity. And then my thing is like, how many jobs are paying $25 an hour right now? I'll wait. You want three times the rent. You basically asking for four to $8,000 down while paying utilities, a car note, insurance, and you better not have kids. Mm. You better Mm. not have kids. Mm. Some people out here have multiple kids, three kids, four kids. Right? Mm. It it, it doesn't make sense. For you, Mm. Eroos, how do you feel Mm. about the housing right now? I, I was going to say, do you want me to get started? Because, girl, I got the, Please start. Please start. Okay. First of all, we're paying $2,300 for three, two and a half supposedly townhouse apartments in Florida in a city that just started to build shit. It got cranes, birds flying around, seagulls eating in the kids' cafeteria area outside. This is the town that I live in that got the nerve to tell us that we need to pay $2,300 for a three, two and a half apartment slash townhouse, not really a townhouse, not really an apartment. I don't know what it is. And this is a two income household. We have four children. So I don't know like where they're expecting us, like how, how? Gas is 455, sometimes almost five. The cost of food, like we don't even, we can't even buy groceries like we used to. We have to literally pinch, okay, maybe this week we'll go get some bread. Maybe we'll get mm-hmm. some peanut butter. Maybe we get some tuna fish. Like I feel like I've been eating the same diet over the last month. Okay, guess why? Because all that government assistance that's out there, we don't qualify for that. They want us to be literally living on the street, eating dirt before we can qualify for, for a, any kind of service just to be able to make it through. Hmm. Like it is, and then on top of that, like to go into the store and see that there's no formula on the shelves. And every morning, I swear, I hear the same baby crying every morning. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> who in the hell is gonna tell people to not have an abortion? Where are they gonna, who's gonna feed these kids? Y'all don't have no solution? The real problem, just like you said earlier, is the fact that all of these older people that have been running the government, that have been voting, they have not done anything to prepare us for anything. They they have us living the the slum slavery type of lifestyle that they've been living on on hope on on the hope that one day we're going to be able to access social security. 
Right. But they've been telling us for years before we even could even think about Social Security that it was not going to be here for us. Right. Then you got people talking about, oh, but one day there's going to be robots. So we're going to give you all the government's just going to give you a check called UBI. Where is that at? We could use it now. The gas prices are high. What about that rent? The rent's high. We could use it. 65% of Walmart is now all machine registers. Yeah. And that's what we're up against. We're up against companies saying, well, we don't really need these people until we really need those people. And the people that we do have, we're going to make sure that we work them till we can't work them anymore, even to the point where they're stuck here in their 60s and their 70s collecting a barely Social Security check. And right. that's the thing that baffles me. Like, what are we really going to do? Because nobody who has the power to do something wants to do anything. They got all these people that run the government. They got their money tied up in stocks, so they don't have to do anything. There's the, It means nothing to them. They're gonna be fine, and we out here scratching and surviving in in the uh in the uh in the in the line. What's it? What's what's the good times line? Uh, temporary layoffs, scratching and surviving. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> what, what is it gonna take? Like I don't understand. Like okay, I I said to my daughter that you know what you being an adult, it's it's it, it's great to a degree because you have some freedom. But the truth is. I don't know what your life gonna be like, girl. I don't know what kind of world we're living in. I don't know what Listen. kind of uh, rent's gonna be. For, how you gonna survive? You gotta stay with me till what? You're forty. How long you gonna be in this house with me for? Listen, because I told the girls, I said y'all can stay with me till y'all like twenty five. But now it's looking like thirty two. Yeah, maybe thirty five, girl. Just go ahead and hold on that. Like um, now it's looking like my grandchildren might be in the house with me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And um, now it's probably it's probably going to be safer. It's probably going to save me in costs. Uh, one of my older cousins just ended up selling his house with his wife and mm. buying a house that's basically walking distance from his mom's house. Because the reality is our families are not even that close like they used to be. We talked about this a little bit on the show that you did. Um, because nobody can afford $900 for a round trip ticket for more than one family member to go from m maybe Georgia to Texas. Nobody mm -hmm. can afford to just randomly take a trip to go see their grandparents or to go see their aunts and their uncles and have the their kids get to know their other family members around their age because life has become so expensive that I can't afford to take off of work. I can't afford to take that trip because of gas. I can't afford to, you know, miss an opportunity to make money to go key, key, key with my family or have my children be around family. So we don't have the opportunity to create a village like our parents did. Uh, times are not safe. People are openly kidnapping kids and selling them off. People are becoming foster parents to abuse children and them off. Um, this government is telling you, oh, we don't care if you get the clap. We don't care if you get syphilis. We just want you guys fucking and making kids so mm -hmm. we can fund our um, social security so we can make, uh, you know, another account for your child to be in the U.S. And then if you want to leave the U.S., 
that's going to shoot this. And then you're still going to have to pay taxes for the year that you was here. Like they make it so uncomfortable to be here, but on the outside looking in, people see the United States as a place of opportunity. And my thing is like, only if where you're coming from, you can bring the money and the savings that you had established there, here to jumpstart your ass. If you can't jumpstart your ass with your family or your village, it is a ghetto. Yeah, I mean, but keep, keep in mind, everybody is literally one step away of having a major health issue yes. and all of that coming to a collapse. And you only know it until you're in it. Because we didn't come here thinking we was going to be in a situation where we was living in hotels and spending basically rent a week, a regular rent per week, staying in this little bitty ass hotel. Like none of us planned for that. And all it took was a health issue to exacerbate that. So everybody, and that's the problem is that everybody you see when you go on Instagram, you go on um, Twitter, when you go on all these places, you see people, not, I don't want to say flaunting, because I think some people are really trying to inspire other people to say like, this is a way that you can get to this path. This is how you can live this life. You can do this type of side hustle. It can help you bring in a certain amount of income, what have you. I think people are really trying to help people. But the truth is that there's the other side of that, which is if you get sick, that's less, that's out, that's income less. Even if you have the savings, it's income less. So right. it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, um, a, a glamorous enslavement being living in America. It's, it's like just very glamorous. Yeah, it is. Um, I just, I just want to give people the honest feedback of what it's been like. We have two messages. I'm going to play them. Um, I was, uh, I had seen this thing. Um, this guy was on a radio morning show and he was talking about in 50 years, the black households, the black household income will be zero because in 50 years, and you know, we see if anybody who looks at my Instagram, <laughs> y'all always see where I'm always, uh, posting stuff about robots and, uh, what do I call it? I robot, <laughs> but, um, that's real. And, um, they be they were saying that in 50 years there won't be black people won't have income because ai um is going to be taking all over the customer service shops you know we do most of the customer service and in about 50 40 or 50 years we won't be doing it because they'll have artificial intelligence doing customer service so yeah y'all we got to figure out how to make it <sighs> ghetto okay enslavement that is the best way i've heard our situation here in america put i'm using it thank you very much because that's <laughs> perfectly what it is is i mean we're just like what they say we're a third world country in a gucci belt yep. and it's fucking ridiculous it's so sad yep. Uh, shout out to the panel. Shout out to the room. I hope you guys are having a great night. I'm enjoying this conversation because we are definitely on the and same wave, good bro. I'm going to have a good morning. And that's my daughter <laughs> in the background. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> it, it, it is ghetto. And my thing is, like, even Greg, like, he just closed on his house and he can't even be in the joy of that. That's supposed to be, like, one of those pivotal times, just like you got married. You're supposed to have yeah. joy, not 
I just closed on a house. Now all this stress, all of yeah. these things happen at this time. You know, all this money is being sent out. And one thing about, you know, making big purchases is instant pressure. Like I joke about this, but this is like an anxiety thing that I have when I make big purchases. I feel the pressure of having to make sure I live to receive this in the mail. I I feel the pressure of making sure that I live mm. to go on this trip because I paid so much money. I have the pressure of making sure that everything is paid and lined up. I have to triple check um, because there's so much on the line and adulting should not be that way with how we're working. Exactly. It shouldn't be this ghetto. America, that, that's the right word to use. Like, I, I, I thought it was just me being funny, but I recognized how ghetto America was last year. Just the ghetto parenting, um, ghetto leadership, um, ghetto business practices, ghetto corruption, just ghetto foster care system the ghetto adoption system, the ghetto church system, everything's just pretty ghetto. And when I say ghetto, I don't mean black people because I'm going to not give that to us. I'm talking about ghetto in the sense of just raggedy. Like I want it to be seem like it's glamorous, but it's really not. There's a whole state of white people dying. Now, I know as a black person, I shouldn't really care about that because I guess I'm black and I'm like, looks like I got my own problems, my own issues. But the fact that if I see white people in a state where they have a senator who's like, y'all don't need no extra money. And they are doing like 2020 features on poor white people that have been poor white people since like the Lyndon Johnson administration, where they promised these white people in West Virginia that they were going to help stop them from having all these cold related diseases they were going to help get these kids from not being uh, impoverished and they've been they've been promising these white poor people this for generations so that don't give me much hope <laughs> i'm like wait a minute so you telling me that somebody promised y'all this in like the 1950s and y'all still live? it was worse so the kids right. with the grandparents? oh wait so the kids and then so the kids in the foster care there is no foster care system what <laughs> so what the hell am i going to get if right. you can't get anything and y'all are white people with a white right. senator. <laughs> make it make sense. Girl, make it. Make it make sense, Jesus. We got one more message. We don't have to, you know, figure out how to make it now. And um I started I'm I'm gonna start investing my money putting trust up for my kids i'm gonna start doing that shit now because it's yeah it's gonna be hell for us like you said we're not gonna be receiving those social security when we get old and it is hard nowadays to be able to fully retire at 65 like that shit ain't real no more nobody ain't retiring at 65 it's sad when i see these older people working in these grocery stores or working in these fast food restaurants though like they should be you know, living their best life in retirement and they still got to work and it's sad and it's hurtful. Um, and if it's hard now, imagine what it's going to be like for our kids. So, yes, yes. This shit is so fucking real. That is sad. But you know what they said, Chan, about old people during the pandemic? 
this right. white man in, in Congress, he was like, they're old, let them die. And I'm wow. like, well, how y'all care about these babies that ain't made it here yet? But y'all don't care about these old people that made it here and paid these bills and added to Social Security and voted for all of y'all because they're the ones that's voting the most. What? Like it. I want to say we're close to like insanity. I want to say like that's what we, we should, should claim it. We gotta be, cause I'm at the part. I'm at the point where, like, I'm just like, oh, just bring the dinosaurs out, ready, ready. for real. Okay, <laughs> bring the dinosaurs. I'm ready. Where's every that? Is it coming? Listen, we got the aliens come. Where, come. girl? There's a whole show on Showtime called UFO, and I'm just thinking a little bit more like, and I'm a spiritual person, but I'm like, you know what? I if they came. Would I go with them? <laughs> like, I want to be like, can you take me with you? Because, I mean, I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I'm at. Look, and... do you have six or five? <laughs> exactly. I got four kids, too. Can they come? Can they come? We Listen, we, we might be, I don't know where we're going. I don't know if we're going to be a slave to the new planet. But at least I don't got to deal with whatever else is going on right here. Because it's not making any sense. I can understand something being being in a strange place, being in a weird situation, and not having the control over it, although that's not something that I would ideally want. But the fact that we have an opportunity to control more than we than we than we're doing, and we're not doing anything, we're just stuck here. And I see a, a I saw a um a bumper sticker. Somebody was like, "If you voted voted for Biden, give me back my gas money." You know how many times I've seen high gas prices in this country. Listen, listen, it's a rotation of shittery. Okay, a rotation yeah. of shittery. Look, y'all, I'm sitting here reading a letter now talking about they about the end. Um, you know, they used to give me, um, at the end of the month, they used to give me like an extra $300 in food stamps. That's about the end. This is the last month they're gonna give it to us. Ooh. So now, next month, and starting in June, I'm gonna have to start doing like you eat, Ruth. We're gonna have to be on a um, do it a uh, what is that called um uh, what's the word i'm trying to uh, use a uh, penny pension and uh pricing it out uh yeah that yeah struggle boy whoo that struggle be so real y'all <laughs> make it make sense we should we shouldn't have to struggle the way that we work all yeah. right so let's move on to my second bullshit part of adulting right now with this monopoly money that they want us to have. Number two, let's talk about this food cost, these activities, and this gas, all right? Every time I go to the store, I spend at least $70 to $140. Every time I go to the store. All right. And I don't go to the store often. Um, as a mom, you know, this E-Rude, sometimes you need to drive by yourself. Sometimes you need to yeah. just look at it by yourself. Sometimes it's just therapy. Sometimes I appreciate being able to go in all of the aisles and not need shit in all of the aisles, but I want to be able to have the time and the space to go in all of the aisles and look at shit. Okay. Driving long hours with two to three Phillips a week. And I'm gonna be generous and talk about Georgia's prices. 375 per gallon. 
that's for me, okay? That's me going to Costco to fill up because I have a Costco card because I have a side business where I can have that Costco card. Going out to do event like events, you're running like a hundred plus dollars, especially if it's not just you. And don't forget gratuity. Everybody is struggling. People that are, you know, trying to live off of tips and their hourly is struggling. People that own property and they have tenants, they're getting pushback, okay? There are apps that people use now because of convenience to pay their rent that now say, oh, we want 5% of what you're making from people who are using this to pay you. That's basically 5% of what they're trying to make off of the fact that they have properties. Therefore, when my landlord has to say, hey, I know you were using this to pay me and it was easy and it didn't involve you having to use checks or mm-hmm. having to pay for stamps and send me this or go buy a, um, a, what do you call that? A money order. But I need you to mail me your rent when I had a fucking uh, a peel box for the podcast, because this, I, you know, you don't want to give everybody your actual address. Right. It went from $50 to $75 for an echo box. I said, I'm not paying for this for six months. So everybody's feeling the pressure of, okay, they going up on this. We have to go up on this. And so now because I am paying rent and this will be like my second year where I'm going to have to sign another two-year lease, I'm expecting a rate increase. But mentally, I'm trying to prepare myself for what that may be. Mm. I don't live smack dab in the middle of Atlanta so I know it shouldn't be too ridiculous but I I you know my jaw gonna be open a little bit yeah and for me to feel like I'm at my maximum right now and I can you know provide the girls some fun on Saturday and Sunday I can you know rent a bounty house for a birthday and be okay with it I can balance out when this is coming in, when that is coming in. I don't have like, I feel like luxury parenting is being able to do whatever your child wants to get into, whether it's soccer, whether it's gymnastics, whether it's dance and being able to tell your job, hey, I won't be in on Thursday because my daughter has this dance and I want to be there and I want to support her. Or, hey, on Saturday mornings, I want to get up early game and be comfortable and not worry about how am I going to pay this and that and be actually present at their game. Yeah. It's not fair to have children who cannot maximize their child life because jobs don't want to pay you. Don't be a stranger to the Mount Stereo shop with Teespring, okay? All the merch from us for you is on the shop, okay? Just put in loud mouth, M-O-U-F, stereo shop, 
And you know, the internet has this thing that it's going to do. It's going to shirt. And it's going to bring up our shop where you can support the podcast, support Greg, support Shein by promoting La Mouse Stereo Podcast while being in something comfy or having a mug while showing support. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for coming through to listen every Saturday at 9.30 on Stereo App. We appreciate you. And don't forget to leave a review. Now back to the show. You want your children to have the maximum opportunity to be their greatest selves. You want your children to be able to uh, explore options of what it is to be a kid as much as they can because they don't stay that age for long. I wish I could afford a $200 gymnastics class for my child that likes to do flips in my kitchen. But I cannot do that. One, because I don't have the extra money. Two, because I don't have the extra time. I can't tell my job, hey, I can't come in on this time because my child wants to flip between this hour and this hour and I paid this much money for it and I want to go watch her flip. Yeah. Some parents have the money to do that. And when it comes to children who have these maximum opportunity versus children who don't, it is very like disheartening to be like, oh yeah, and we want to stop people from being able to have abortions as if the pay that they're giving is allowing them to provide this child what they need. Yeah. They clearly said today it it was 10 against 100 and something votes about do you want to discuss the um, formula shortage? Mm-mm. And they said no. Only 10 people mm. in that fucking room of 100 and something people wanted to discuss that. No, no. I have the nerve to talk about abortions. No, 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 no. Who, who wants to have kids when y'all don't have the establishment to provide them food? I, listen, I don't know what is going on. I Something's going on that doesn't make any sense. It It's like Okay, so you're trying to, it's like a math problem. You're trying to add more, but you don't have enough to give to what you're trying to add to. So right. when these babies come here, so I read an article today, this morning, about the child, the, the formula situation. And parents are actually starting to dilute it, which is making babies sick. They're seeing a rise in emergency room visits for infants because parents are trying to Add more uh, water to the for, um, to the stretch of formula. They're trying to add regular cow's milk to it. They're trying to add goat milk to it. They're trying to buy breast milk from people they don't even know to feed their babies because they're so desperate. I don't know if anybody, everybody has babies, children here or a nephew or somebody that you saw when they were a baby and you hear a baby cry. The cry of a baby is like alarming. It's like urgent, urgent, urgent. What's wrong? I don't know what to do. You can't speak. You can't tell me if it's your toe. Is it your, is your back? Is it your neck? Are you hungry? Because you, are you having diarrhea? Like you, you don't know. So the fact that these mofos had the nerve to stand up there and talk about they want to do something about rolling back Roe versus Wade, but you have people, you have babies right now in the hospital because they're starving and sick. 
Right now, you have women in, in uh, rural areas who are dying before they even get to the hospital. These are women who want their babies. They're dying yeah. before they can even get to the hospital to have the babies. And y'all can't fa- fix that problem. But you want women to fix their vaginas and close their legs or to just push out the babies that are we're not prepared to solve the problem. The America, the great MAGA. What, what is this? What, what kind of ghetto-ness is this? It's, um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And on top of, you know, food costs, activity costs, and gas costs, then you have people who, you know, last year they were bragging about being able to date multiple people. As a man, good luck, Daddy Warbucks, okay? okay. Because if you have the income to date multiple women and it doesn't involve Netflix and chill because you probably can't even afford the Netflix at this point in time, yeah. our lives are so lopsided financially and companies know it, but they won't admit it to the point where you're going to push more people into depression. Yep. Um, you're going to push more people into committing suicide. You're going to push more people into harming their children because yep. they can't afford to take care of their children. You're going to push more people, especially men who are out here that can't even visit their kids that they pay child support to. Mm and can't afford the lifestyle that they're living or where they're living, who can't afford the gas to put in their car to get to work in order to make the money to pay the child support. You, you're you seeing a clear understanding of where they're concerned about their money and their efforts going. Okay? Let's, let's roll this shit into um, adulting bullshit number three. Okay, balancing relationships in the thick of this. Thank you for Vader, Tierra, Fletch to the, let me get this right, Def, what's up? Vizo, what's up? Thank you for coming in here. I'm talking about mastering adulting with Monopoly money because that's clearly what the government thinks we have. Balancing relationships in this shithole of thinking we have monopoly money be honest about how much time you have to give and talk openly and honestly to people if you don't have time to date i suggest you not date Mm. if you don't have time to spend your earnings on people who are question marks in your life don't do it you don't have to spend money to have a nice date it ain't nothing for you to pack some snacks, dip back into your G code, and have a little, you know, talk at the park. Okay. Mm-hmm. If a woman really likes you, she'll appreciate your time. Yes. I have to go to a four hour restaurant in order to enjoy somebody's time. They do not have to come to your house in order to enjoy your time. You do not have to buy the most expensive bag or shoe or makeup or wig in order to get a man's attention that really likes you. What is wrong with taking a walk 
What is wrong with both of you comfortably showing up in a public space, enjoying each other? What the fuck is wrong with taking your ass to Barnes and Noble and getting to know what this person likes, what they're into? What is wrong with having a cup of coffee to see if this person is even worth me taking out to dinner? What is wrong with just going somewhere to shop or just browse at house shit to get to know this person's taste. To me, a lot of men are suffering not having style or taste for their plate. What is wrong with admiring a woman and wanting to get to know her while y'all just go look at like house shit or apartment shit and just grab something? What is wrong with that? What is wrong with just going to the park and digging into your inner child. When was the last time you was on a goddamn swing? When was the last time you walked to go get ice cream? Yes. Yes. There are all these things that don't cost you over a hundred dollars or a two hundred dollar dinner. Because to be honest, anybody that wants to brag about the fact that they went on a date with somebody and you want to brag about what they wore, what car they was driving in, um what restaurant you went to if they they're more entertained by what's on their plate and taking pictures of it and the background and not who's in front of their face you spent your time taking somebody out on a date that should not have gone on a date with you yep this is a point of time where you gotta save yourself and be direct hi i'm admiring what you look like I'm very horny right now. How are you? Would you like a great time? Not a long time, okay? You right. don't have to, listen, you don't have to be an <laughs> asshole about it. And the worst that a woman can say is no. Yeah. So I'm not interested. Or a man could be like, I appreciate but I'm waiting for someone Sorry, I'm not interested. And you have to get out your ego and you have to get out your pride and you have to take somebody first no as the answer okay we are grown we do not need to be playing oh push back for pushback okay yeah when a person thinks that you're interesting they're going to let you know all right i am in a relationship because a person sees me blank times a week i am not in a relationship because i don't want to see anybody a certain amount of times a week for them to be like oh i haven't seen you this week what's wrong why i haven't seen you this week why you didn't call me i don't have time for that shit. Yeah. and i don't want to make time for that shit. and as men and women we we have to be at a point where i don't i'm not in a relationship because i don't have time for it yeah I'm not saying that there are horrible men out here. I'm not saying that there are horrible women out here. I'm just saying from what I've observed, it's not worth the gamble. Yeah. At the same time, we have to be honest about the fact that we're probably missing gems. We're probably missing great people that will help our lives improve the mix of shit. But we also have to be honest with ourselves that I was only talking to you because I was bored. Yes. I was one. Listen, E. Ruth, I was only talking to you because I I didn't want people to see me as lonely or I couldn't get something. I'm talking to you because you were stroking my ego. 
I was only talking to you because everybody wants you and I, I want to feel better than everybody else to be like, I have you. Yeah. People are very insecure out here. So be yeah. easy. Yeah. Okay. If I go out at night with you, then I must think something high of you. I am single because I don't want to share my time with more people. Spend quality time with people who matter. This is the time for you to do that. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford to the bar tonight, don't take your ass to the bar tonight. If you can't afford to be out with your boys and your your girls and pay for this highest outfit and put the tags in, don't go out. Yeah. Yeah. When you go out, what do you see? You see people with their head down in their phone. You see people trying to squish into other people that got bought bottles so they don't have to buy a drink. You see people that can't walk in expensive shoes that they bought. Yeah. Be comfortable. I'm a homebody. I'm a homebody. And if I bet you enough, I'll pull up at the house up at the house i'm gonna go ahead and give these kids some melatonin and we just gonna chill yeah all right this is your time to be picky about you this is your time to be selfish about what you got going on and i really feel like eruth this government is trying to force people to fake themselves into relationships because life is too hard to do solo Mm. and what's going to happen is people are going to procreate against their will people are going to procreate because they want to make sure they can stay where they are people are going to procreate out of phoniness and create life that did not ask to be here built on some phony feelings yeah or or out of boredom as you said some people just bored and they, they, there's no excitement there's no joy the only thing you can do is get them endorphins from plugging some some holes. suppose okay yeah. yeah yeah and that's that's no healthy way to create a family like we talked about this some people are not having children because they can't afford them yeah and we're not even talking about people who are living adults right now with trauma from their childhood because a lot of those people are not having kids because they're scared that what happened to them as children will happen to Mm -hmm. their kids Mm -hmm. or they're looking at the world for what it is right now and they're saying uh so i'm gonna have to eat my kids when it gets the time when when the going gets rough (laughs) Are we eating each other? Like, how am I surviving? Who's look? Me and my we had this running joke the other day. We were like, okay, y'all, if we really had, if we got to the point where we were starving each, if we was all starving, who are we gonna eat first? And everybody said my youngest at the same time, and I was like, God damn, <laughs> what is this? It's so messed up. <laughs> it's so joking about it, but still, like, times are getting dire. There's no, there's no baby food. There's no milk to feed the babies. What is this? Like, if that's not a sign of the times, I don't know what there is. What what else is does it take? Rent is high. Gas prices are high. 
you're trying to figure out do you date somebody do you marry that person is it worth it for you to go ahead and go into a business partnership in order for do you, are you gonna stay together like are we in a recession let me find out it's here ain't no are we ain't no it's coming it's here and there's a lot of people who are numbing the bullshit by acting like this is not happening. It's a lot of uh, news people not talking about the rise in COVID and hospitals in New York. Um, Monkeypox. What the hell? Is oh, monkey- I saw that too. Let me tell you. What? People going on vacations on packed planes, acting very erratic. No masks. We don't want masks on planes anymore, as if this shit is gone. Mm. Women getting their bodies done because for them in the first place. Yeah, a lot of insecurity is being very loud right now in the midst of the fact of that shit don't matter. Because the reality is what the, a woman's body looks like when she leaves the house versus what her house like versus how her kids are living versus how her finances are looking. She ain't cute. She ain't cute. Yeah. Her shit is not in order. Um, it's so funny. I left Kroger today and my mom was in the truck and Anya was in the back and I, and I saw three men walking towards like some lounge. And I was like, I bet they all drove in the same car. I bet most of them or maybe all three of them are still living in the house with their parents and they out here looking for women to talk to. And the reality is, can you afford to talk to multiple women? Mm. When I say that I'm talking about, when I talk to women, mean talking to them, engaging with them, asking for their time um, or wasting their time. Uh, Can you really make time to meet up with them with the schedule that you have and the priorities that you have or are you creating illusions that that will happen there's a lot of illusion going on (laughs) there's so much illusion going on and that's and maybe that's what it is maybe there's a lot of people just faking the funk because it's easier to do so because everybody else is doing it meanwhile we all feeling the pain together and nobody's like Listen, the pain that we're going through right now, y'all, it's not, it, it, I feel it. It hurts. Um, it's not working anymore. I, I just, I saw, uh, what, is, what did I see on the article? It said, uh, BB, um, what do you call it? Brazilian butt lifts are like causing the most, uh, like the, the, the highest deaths. Listen, and they're not talking about it. What's up? This is, What's believe, up? This is my bro from. What's second, up? And he finally got on the app. He is an artist, and I don't know why it took you so long, but we're talking about some stuff. I, I was going to have you uh, listen in and wait for a little bit if you wanted to listen and then join, but it's up to you. We're no all problem. here. But no, no, no. You here? You here? Gemini, Gemini. This is the Gemini. Zelio stands Gemini. 
Listen, so this is Loudmouth Stereo. Greg is usually up here with me. Um, we used to do two shows a week, but we moved it to Saturday. Greg had a wedding to go to, um, and he was dealing with COVID last week. He's in the midst of- Shout out of- to Greg. Shout Listen. out to Greg. So because Eruth is family, okay, and I saw that y'all had a talk, I was like, let me bring him up. But anybody that wants to talk about mastering adulting right now with monopoly money come up here and let's talk about it because it's a discussion everybody's feeling a pull square um or not and i just want to discuss it because it's ghetto yeah america's ghetto right now yeah you need you need an outlet you need people that and it just needs to make sense so how do you feel about uh, adulting right now? Well, I'm going to listen more because this is a topic that I'm learning that I'm always learning from my sister. So that's not so surprised that I'm still learning right now. So I'm going to let y'all keep going in because this is the first I've heard anything about mastering adulting with monopoly money. Yeah, this is the first time I've heard about. Oh, OK. Wait a minute. It's like common sense. Yeah. So wait a minute. Okay, my bad. It just hit me. Okay. This um, is your personal opinion about life right now with the monopoly okay. things we have. I feel like Z-Way and my homegirl did in that last Z-Way episode when she was like, we should just change it to like hugs and have high fives or something. Like just high five with money. Just a hundred high, high fives for like, you know, this bottle of milk, you know what I'm saying? Or five high, I don't really like money. I, I put this thing with like, I, I, maybe I'm going left field, but I think mastering adults, are you saying like <laughs> the game Monopoly itself and how it teaches kids the value of money? Is that what we're starting with? I'm saying the fact that housing, they want us to have three times the rent with the rent being, let's say $1,500, but my work is this and they only pay me this. And realistically on paper, I cannot afford this. Therefore, I can't have a place to stay, but you want me to show up for work and want me to stink. Oh, yeah. so we're saying the Monopoly is showing the wrong way of how, okay, it's going, it's, it's not really okay, giving. Monop- Monopoly money is basically the fake money they want us to have on paper in order to have a house, a car, a job, Take care but doesn't this doesn't it doesn't it essentially come down to like ones and zeros? I think me and my girlfriend were talking about this earlier. It just it comes down to my personal button, like 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 a zero here and a one there, right? Isn't that what it comes down to? Yeah, it's all fake. I mean, honestly, what they what 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 our situation is right now is there's a lot of fake in the funk. There's a lot of fake in the funk when it comes down to pretending like, well, you have this great job, right? What did they tell us when we're in school? You go to school, get an education, you go get a job, you're going to get a house, you're going to get a wife and a, 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 or a husband, y'all going to be able to take, save your money and retire, and all of that is a, is a lie. And we all scra- scraping up, scra- scratching to, to survive, barely making it, the gas prices are ridiculous, The uh, I don't know where they want us to get this money from, except for from the, the Monopoly box, and just present it at the gas station, and be like, would y'all take this? No, man, we don't take this. Are you sure you want to take this? Gift, gift cards is an idea. What about gift cards? No? Gift cards? That's, it, it's all the same. It's it's all it is. devalued. It is. I'm doing gift cards, though. Give me a gift card. I, I mean, I'm giving out gift cards. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I'm going left field with it. I think you guys are really 
strong with the force right now. And I came in with the conversation with the monopolizing of money. I just feel like it all comes down to somebody pressing a button. It's you say the illusion. <laughs> it all comes down to my pressing a one. I think we were watching something earlier. Well, it was watching something earlier, and I forgot what it was. It was um, it was Adam. You know, guy called Adam ruins everything. He's got a new thing out called uh with Obama. Obama produced this new show, and it's Adam hosting it, and he he talks about how essentially it just all comes down to somebody just pressing. Forget about the physical money. Just one zeros. You just type it in, and you got it. You got that's, it. That's what the that's what the, the Federal Reserve basically is, really. I mean, right. they see all this stuff is happening. They can see that the cost of, of of food is going up. They can see that the 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 uh, what Chan was saying earlier, our wages aren't going up. We everybody should be making the minimum wage should be twenty five dollars without a doubt. No question. It doesn't matter if you're working at Burger King, but this is the problem too. I heard people say this so many times. Well, if we pay people at Burger King twenty five dollars. I mean, what are the teenagers going to aspire to? What do you mean? They go, They need to pay. They need to go buy food too if they want to get a job. They got to go pay for their car note too if they want right. to drive down. The street. What are you talking about? What 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 argument? Why are you making an argument for people who? But you know, people like that. People like that who get really antsy about the person that works for me can't make what I make because then I can't delegate or then I can't feel good about what I do. This is the issue with the United States people. The United States people get off on people being below them or not able to do what they do. And it's a disgusting mindset to have because everybody who's willing to work and gives their time to do a service or to create goods that other people need and want should be able to feed themselves, shelter themselves, do the basics. And then if that person wants more and is not satisfied with that, they should be able to apply to a dollar that's paying them $30 an hour or $40. So I have a question. I have a question. So who, do, who should we respect more? Should we respect the person, the head of the corporation who we're working for? Or do we respect the person who's the head of the corporation who gives, right? Who's just like, what do you call it when they give? Uh... Uh, you know, just giving, 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 philanthropy, right? Okay, so do we, and they still remain rich. For some reason, the philanthropists still remain because rich. The they... give is not taxed. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Like, like, and we have to be honest about that shit too. A lot of people create nonprofits sometimes to wash dirty money. Yep. Mm. A lot of people create nonprofits so they can figure out how to master and manipulate the government and how they tax people so they can have more of their hard-earned money in their pocket and never copy that they figure out how to use credit cards so they never have to use their working money warren buffett talks about this so much the rich have mastered how to use credit card systems. That's why they stay rich. They never use the money that they make to spend on anything. They use credit card companies against other credit card companies. And they basically create their own barter system with their other rich friends. Yep. Imagine if I can, if, imagine if I wanted to buy a house tomorrow 
and I had enough businesses and assets to be able to call E-Ruth who had other businesses and assets. And I said, hey, E-Ruth, I don't feel like driving to the bank. Can you loan me? <laughs> like driving to the bank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can you loan me X, Y, and Z money so I can get this house and then I'll pay you X, Y, and Z interest. Rich people can do this. So who's the bartering system like made for? Rich people or is it for like the low, the regular class like people? Like what is bartering? Who does bartering work for? You know, because if it's, I, I think it should work for people that are like regular like me and not for the, you know. It used to work for regular people. Like people used to be able to be like, hey, I have five goats. Right. Don't hang I need that pen. Yeah, I need a power pen. Right. I get you know, right. Depending on how important, you know, you need the situation. Right. Exactly. Right. But once once you have annihilated how people can survive and what they bother with and make it legal. Right. It became this this money that's not even worth anything. This is this app is awesome. I, this is random, but how the, the lips move. This is this is crazy. This is scary. But whatever. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> like like I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know um, if everybody is on the same mind wave to be like, hey, the working people. This week we're not going to work. Stay in your houses. Don't buy shit. Yeah, but then this bartering. Hold on. It's like. Is a small like how much? How much does one need to have to be able to borrow? Because then you're like, he's like hoarding too now. There's like a level of like, I, a lot of people are hoarding out of anxiety, out of fear of not having. Just like, you know, people are buying all of the milk for babies off that, of shelves and sitting it in their house. Yeah, have, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Word, word up. Buy I saw. I saw a post on fake world i call it facebook but fake world where it was it was like dude said well there's no more uh um um milk because women are lazy because they don't want to breastfeed or some shit like that and i'm like but then i saw the comment and some dude kills him and he was like yeah, but and I didn't, and I learned like some women can't breastfeed. I'm like, boom, drop the mic, brother, walk away. You kill it. I was like, oh shit. I mean, excuse my language. Can I curse? Can I? Can I curse? Oh yeah. Can yeah. I curse? All right, cool. Right. You're an adult. It All takes right. it takes a woman to eat as if she is still pregnant in order to produce yeah. the right amount of milk to feed a living baby efficiently and let's is not it, even start on if she has is twins. that true is that true women some women can't breastfeed though yeah yes some oh, can't okay yeah. some okay. women some women even after have after they have a baby their body is still trying to get used to the fact that they have a baby and some women are not able to eat or afford the food that they need in order to produce the breast milk. That's tiring. That sounds that sounds tiring, bro. It's exhausting. It is. But here's the bigger problem, right? This country. Okay, let's talk about. Remember when the pandemic first came and there was all this stuff going on. Everybody was trying to learn information. People were talking about releasing videos about how they had back in the Obama administration. They had a task force because they had the Zika virus. They had 
the whatever virus. There's always a damn virus. Bird flu. The bird flu is coming around now too. There's a monkey virus. There's always stuff. They have a department. They have uh, a, a part of the institution who actually studies the trends and when there's going to be some kind of uh, virus that's in the, the, the public that's going to affect the economy and all this stuff. They are prepared for this stuff. So when you think about all that stuff, y'all ain't prepared for us to have some kind of shortage of food. You're not prepared for us. Speaking, speaking of preparation, speaking of preparation, is this uh, shortage uh, in preparation or in co coincide with, with the whole abortion thing? Like, I just find it, I don't believe the coincidences. I'm like, what is the coincidences that the whole Everybody Roe versus Wade, and then boom, the formula. What's going on? Can I can I find a correlation there? Because y'all women, right? What's the correlation with that whole the Roe versus Wade, and then Bomsky? Here goes the shortage of infamil. I mean, uh, you know, stuff. Yeah, that's you know what I didn't think about that. That was possibly why people are buying up the stuff. That does make sense because. There was a report that said that like 60 something million abortions have happened since Roe v. Wade. So can you imagine like that was what, I don't know, this 1973 is 2000. That's like 40 something years. Could you imagine like the next 40 something years there being less expected to be 60 something million babies that are born? And I guess people are like, yo, that we're going to we need to buy this shit up because we're going to we're going to be rich. Like if that's what's going on here, where is the government to step in and say you can't bro? How did, how did baby food go missing just overnight right after this? This is what I'm saying. I don't believe coincidences. There's a domino effect, right? Bing, bang, bing, bong, right? How is that not a coincidence that what you're saying, people just bought up? That's the devil, bro. Like, so now people going to be starving now, bro? Like. You mean babies? Cause, cause babies, excuse me. Babies, babies, babies. Okay. It, it makes me nervous because every so okay I'm nervous. Uh, me and Shan we had a we had a, a talk about this we're going to be talking about this abortion we're breaking it down we're getting all into it in the next couple of talks we talked about this our very first talk actually Tierra was on the talk we were all like we were talking about why women have abortions you know talking about some of like the irresponsible choices women are making some situations where there's rape and all this other stuff and at the time my stance is always listen I'm not going to I'm not going to have one for myself, but I don't know how I feel about telling other people what to do by, by way of the government. And then you think about, okay, so my stance on it is sort of still the same. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull the lever or I'm not going to touch the lever. Whoever's going to put their hand on the lever, let them do what they're going to do. But then we got the real life situation of there ain't enough food because greedy people are taking up all the food from people. What are we going to do after we have 60 something million more people? We're already struggling right now as it is to be able to afford, there's not, to not, they're not paying us enough. So we can't live in, we're not really living the way that we should be living. We're not eating the way we should be living. What are we really going to do? Like, so there's the equation right there. No baby food equals no more babies being made. No, they're forcing people to make babies. That's the yeah. problem. It's kind How of like, are you? I don't, I don't. I don't understand that. How is the shortage going to make you want to have? Unless you're going to be making you want to. But if if people are stacked on each other and moving in with multiple families in one home, and you can't fit, and you're Copy trying that. to escape the mindset of your Copy problems, that. what do you do? You find quick Copy. releases 
yep. that's going to take that's you elsewhere, which yeah. sometimes will be procreating, uh, you know, when you really don't want to out of. I'm terrible like, at math, like, but I just, I got the equation. I got it now. Yeah. Okay. But you know, you know, th- th- this is my thing. Back in the day, they didn't allow you to get married unless you had something to provide or something to give your wife or vice versa. Boy, right? we can learn a whole lot from the traditional old time ways <laughs> right now, boy. Why are you putting people in 2022 in a position to not be able to afford to take care of a child and forcing them to have children? Facto. Mm-hmm. Facto and mm-hmm. cheese. Don't you sit in a courtroom and you judge women who have babies back to back to back to back to back yeah. and live off of the back government? Yeah. How, how can you tell people no, no more condoms, no more plan B, no more abortion pills, no more abortions. You need to have this baby since you had sex and then turn around and watch them have the baby and they can't afford to feed the baby. They can't afford to clothe the baby and you don't want to help them with government resources to do so. Yeah. But you know, I've been catching me. What, what's been training to? Go ahead. Go ahead. Ruth. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But isn't this why, like, okay, so this is not really related, but it is, it is because I was watching this UFO thing on Showtime, and what they were talking about is sort of like where some of these conspiracy theories come from. It is really just distrust of the government. The government trying to go out of its way to give disinformation to the, this American government has been creating disinformation to, for, towards Americans for a long ass time. So when you think about a situation like this, these things sometimes you hear people say things and you're like gosh that's so that's so that's such a stretch it's so outlandish and you're like but then is it though because they're the only real answer to some of this stuff is something that seems outlandish are they farming children at some are they trying to farm children like what are we gonna do with all these kids i'm not saying I'm there are so many there's so much weird like yeah that right there it is so much shit like that going on the, the kidnappings of farm the actual it's so much weird thing trending. I'm like, what's going? I'm done. I I'm done. I'm gonna I'm gonna play these messages, but yeah. I'm gonna say this because it's on my mind. Before I forget it, Ruth and I talked about the fact that while they're doing all of this shit, a lot of states in the Midwest are focusing on lowering the age for marriage. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why would you want to marry a child as a grown man? Oh. I feel like personally that it's going to add another letter to the acronyms, you know, that long acronym that we already have already. And I love I love the acronym. I respect that with all due respect. They've been trying to say that being attracted to kids is a sex preference for a very long time. Yes, that's true. They have been. In Greece right now, since 2012, uh, if anyone sexually abuses a child it is considered a disability okay. can i can i say can i segue on that uh two days ago i saw a video of a, of a black man and i have to say black man because this is key all right i'm not putting a race car beating another black older black man mind you this is an old black man he's beating on he's got a hospital brace on his uh, uh uh arm right now he's beating on this man because he put hands up supposedly on his daughter he touched his daughter right and he's beating him with a with a belt and with a Gucci belt on one hand and a camera in his other hand. Mind you, we're not watching it first person. We're not watching point of view. We're watching from somebody else's camera recording them, recording him beating on an older man. Now, 
I understand he's taking matters into his own hands, but you let the man go. You beat him and then you let him go. What? Right? And oh. right, you beat him and he let him go. Now, my thing was I get that he took the necessary steps, you know what I'm saying? But where's the justice in that when you uh you let that man go? You right. you, you let that man go to do it again. Right. And now now you could have used that same energy and dragged that man to the precinct or to a hospital or whatever. Like I said, he had a hospital ban. And I guess in your moment of fury, you're not looking at the freaking clues like, okay, old man. I, like I said, I'm not empathetic. I'm just like, bruh. Can we do better though? Because now you can go to jail for damn near murdering somebody on camera. If the right person gets their hands on the footage, henceforth what you're saying, they're gonna show a little more sympathy for my, for this guy because you still made a wrong. Two wrongs did not make that right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's crazy because I got to an argument with a lady, she's like, he did right. I'm gonna do I'm gonna take care of mine and I'm 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 all about my black men not going to jail, but uh, what he said. But I, I mean, I don't want my black man killing nobody. But I'm gonna I, I rather see him in jail. That's what she said. I'd rather see him in jail than kill. I said, man, you want to see some? What I, I I was arguing with somebody. Mind you, here we go, man. She was like, I believe I'm going to assume she was. Uh, uh, how do you use the word lesbian? Okay, she reminded me of that, that preference, whatever. And and then I'm like, okay. And then she's of the like masculine side of that lesbian situation right and i'm like okay well here you are a lesbian right and respect with all the respect and you got the tough look whatever whatnot but i'm gonna assume you're you're taking on stands of a man and i'm like how you gonna tell how you gonna tell me that this man black man this black man but you're a whole woman though so you talk about you rather you rather see that man locked up and go to jail who is gonna take care of that same daughter he protected who who's he gonna Who's gonna take care of that same dude? My bad. Who's gonna take care of that same baby that you're protecting when you go to jail? That's that. That's the mindset that has eighty six percent of people locked up right now. Is that they don't see long term of the decision. Oh my god, they don't. Yeah. Okay. And what's so sad is, before I hit these messages, is if 86% of the people locked up right now knew how to sit and think about the decisions they made before they acted on them, they wouldn't be in there. Yeah. But Shane, what do you, Shane, Shane, what do you mean by hit these messages? Is that the numbers that are going up on the corner of my phone right now? Yes. Yes. So I'm going to play. What does that mean? So the people in the audience that are listening have something to say about what we're talking about so i have to play the messages because i don't want them are they to... gonna are there gonna be hurtful words because i don't want anybody hurtful like saying nothing to me is gonna be, are they gonna be hurtful if, if you're uh, if you're offended by what somebody says we have the option to block them or not play the message or you can mute yourself it's fine we're swing on them all right cool all right that's cool all right yes yes this is the reason i i, I feel that same way and I'm glad that you know I'm finding people that are feeling the same way um, that I do about wanting to be present in your child's life wanting to be able to provide properly for your children not just like being able to give them what they need but being able to give them what they want being able to like you said throw extra extravagant birthday parties uh, 
just take them out just so they can get out the house on a Saturday morning. Like that's the type of lifestyle that I'm <laughs> been striving for. Yeah. There are four major companies that make milk for babies. The question we should be asking is why they started producing less. Maybe mm. it's because of profits. Mm. Yes, no. Mm. Oh, y'all can hear this when I'm playing it. Oh, wow, this is dope. Y'all can hear this. Okay. One thing, one thing I would say. One thing I would say for this the, is dope. <laughs> the industry that I work in is when there is a disaster, there is a company-wide email that is sent for you not to help or answer or discuss terms with these people that live in this area. Mm. It is all manipulation. So who's to say that these companies didn't get a email company sent, we will not be doing production between this time and this time. True. Out of every issue in the United States, there's also this make-believe superhero that comes to save the day or say the right thing for a shit to get back right. Sometimes it's not a real superhero. Sometimes it's politically who wants to be the good person or the good face in the I'm, I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring up a situation with yeah, wait, wait. Uh, a question to you. Next question to you, Shan. What's the difference between a superhero and a vigilante? Because some fuck be more like vigilante than superhero. Like you do a vigilante work too on the side. I'm, You'd be I'm like kinda, I'm, I'm kinda iffy because I'm not I'm not one of those people that's like, oh I'm for Marvel or I'm for this. I'm more so like I get the anger and the frustration and the fight on both sides. I like get, Batman, Batman was an angry hero, but he never let the motherfucker walk away. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. At like, the same time, I'm I'm also for Joker because of the mm, way the manipulation and the people that were nasty, and he was just like, "Fuck it." Yeah. Like I so never I knew understand. Joker had. I didn't know that he had a, a laughing disorder. I didn't know that till that movie came out. On oh, my mom, I didn't know that. That was crazy. Like you said that because you look at him differently now. Like wow, he had an issue. He had issues. You know what I'm saying? You know what's so crazy about these comic people is I feel like it's a mirror to the people who become insane off of how they're brought up in America dealing mm -hmm. with them. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It is a reaction for sure. Yeah. But. Yeah, we got more messages. We got Aquarius. Hello, panel. How y'all doing? Hello, panel. Well, I think over the last two or three weeks, we have been having these conversations. And um, over the last two or three weeks, since we were having this conversation, you know, they were talking about taking a lot of rights away from the women. All of this, we went through it. Now it's like, oh, it's a milk shortage. What are y'all, what y'all, it's no way that this is being allowed to go on because why would this be allowed to go on? And then to find out they send almost $40 billion overseas today. Yep. What I mean, what's going on? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to 
figure all of this out. Because it throws me for a loop also. And I'm praying for all our young folks out here. Yeah, we need it. Some we need something. Listen, I've been seeing a lot of allowing going on too. Like, I'm not gonna see the card, but I'm saying I've been seeing a lot of allowing put right there in my face, where it's like, even in, even in the Buffalo situation, where it's like, bro, like here we go again, the 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 diligence, the artful tact that's used, even. It's so much, oh my God. And even that happening, even that happening is like a domino effect, I feel like, to like somebody being not understanding something or just supremacy, whatever you want to say it is. I don't know. But even in that matter, that's being handled with so much diligence. Like it's not too messy. Like even in his, even in his camp, when he's in the supermarket doing what he does, God bless the dead, first of all. God bless the dead and the lives that were lost in that situation, first of all, respectfully. But, um, he says, sorry, my bad, before he switched one dude, and he keeps on going. I'm like, yo, did I just watch, like, a Doom video game or something? Like, like he's yeah. like, it was correct. Like, I've seen, when you're saying you've allowing, I've been seeing a lot of, like, diligent shit happening, meticulous, strategic. It's, like, almost, like, set. It's set to happen, or if it's going to happen, the only, the agenda, if it's part of the agenda, it's going to be allowed to happen. I've not seen a mass shooting yet on a scale like that on any other side, but it, I, only when it comes down to politics. When something when something political happens, it's like why people gotta die, why people gotta gotta suffer. Like that's like mass genocide on a different level. This whole milk shortage is a genocide move to me. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it the, is. That's the irony of it, right? Because when we had our our our, our talk the other day. There was someone that came in and kept on saying to me, you know, are you are you supporting genocide? Because I he basically wanted me to make yeah, a stance. And say, yeah, he wanted me to make a stance and clearly say, I am anti-abortion. I am pro-life. And he wanted to make the stance. And I'm like, I can't make that stance because people are going to do what they're going to do anyway. It doesn't matter what I say. And that's that's the illusion. Y'all think it matters what we say. It don't matter. If it mattered what we said, they would have done something about it already. If it mattered what we said, there wouldn't be a, a foster care issue. If it mattered what we said, we wouldn't be talking about having to, you know, resort to at the point where we have to use monopoly money. Because at this point, that might be the barter. That might be the new barter system. Can do we? How do we punch the numbers and say, you know what? No, them, them dollars that y'all put all these dead presidents. That money don't mean anything to us anymore because it don't get us nothing. But you know what I can do. I think um, Bader had said this earlier. He was like, we just start building our own stuff. And then let me go get this long, <laughs> this Monopoly bo bo box and just give you some high fives and give you a couple hundred and 500 and call it a day. Because that's what they, that's how they playing with us already as it is right now. Speaking of playing with us and money, Ruthie, what happened to Harry Tubman on the money? What happened to that? He's not going to be on the money. Was that a thing? Or was that was, that was making us feel good? What was that? They, this, is a, this is a thing. <laughs> Can can melanated people get their hope out of United States politics, please? Yes. Yes, it's time. It's not working for us. Once we do that, <laughs> we'll, stop we'll stop listening because it, it's a distraction to the yeah. bigger yeah. issue. The bigger issue. Until these mofos rewrite the Constitution yeah. that this mother yeah. funky shit built off of, I don't believe shit 
in this politics because under that fucking constitution we are not even considered human yeah but they still do it in a bedrock way like in a flint like we stupid like we i don't say we we as a people not just a color we as a people they still give up the news we're getting smarter every day right and they're still like doing things like that like promising a good promising us a good time on a bedrock level like hey this is bedrock national like has cnn but it's bnn and this is what's going on like yo you doing it so blatant like because they can they allow that to shoot up them people and put it on the internet live and live i just posted i just posted a new thing on uh somebody in my timeline posted their phone screenshotting of there's going to be another one somewhere but they're they're showing a listen me and my associates plan on from 9 to 4 p.m 9 a.m to 4 p.m we're going to something i just posted on facebook with you you can go ahead and i don't know if you take what i posted with you and share it here but it's there where somebody else has a, a screenshot of another shooting going to happen soon this is i'm not surprised i'm I mean, not surprised but yeah. at the same time we have to understand that this quote-unquote justice system wasn't made for anybody but them uh this correction the correctional officers in in that area were on facebook so everybody can see talking about clean jokingly clean up on l7 oh yeah and nine and 12 and joking in the in the fucking chat for everybody to see they don't care because they don't have to care yeah they're wow. not they're not dealt I with one I just want to get, I just want to hack somebody's, I want to be just been, I want to be like dude in Colorado who just like was in the clan, who was just chilling and shit and was in it. I want to be like, I just want to get in. I want to just be, get the updates. That's all. I just want to get an update. That's all. I only want to be down. I just want to get, be chilling. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be chilling and be in the update. You don't got no one black. Just, I want to be there. Like, hey, that's David. Hey, they have no shame to the point of, I don't know who that was. Um, speaking to the um, reporters, but he was like, it was like, don't you believe this is some form of terrorism? He was like, this is not terrorism. This is just somebody that chose to shoot. Uh, terrorism is flying planes into buildings. Bitch, what? Oh, no. Nah, bro. No. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. It's not but a, these, it's not are, these are the leaders. These are the speakers that the United States have. And what's so embarrassing is I be thinking about what are the other countries thinking about us? They just like, ew! Look at how stupid <laughs> yes. they are. Like, but do you guys believe? Do you guys believe that what happened in Buffalo was a was a was a way to say, hey, we're gonna take away guns from people now? No, because the NRA is always quiet when it's a white shooting. Yeah, they always say that. Oh, it's another it's another reason for the Democrats to come and take away our guns because they won't they think they're gonna take away the abortions and all it's like no, there are people out here who are let's let's roll it back. Like let's if we were really to roll back and to try to understand who these people were before they became the people that shot up these places. Right. We're talking about us and talking about the fact that it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous to be able to live anywhere uh, and live good enough. And when I say good enough, we don't want to be we don't want to live rich. We ain't trying to be like the richest people. We're just trying to be able to live comfortably. Like, right. We're trying to be able to make sure we can afford the gas when we need to go and travel to what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Jen. We're trying to make sure we can have give our children something, some kind of good, healthy childhood. Right. We're trying to just do some basic human 
Amer- supposed to be some American shit that we're supposed to be able to enjoy this type of lifestyle as being privileged Americans. We can't even do that. So when you think about just the level of what's happening in some of these people's lives who are also poor, they using the struggle too. They in there desperate that they had, um, what's his name? Tucker, Car- Tucker Carson, whatever his name is. He's just clearly a racist on TV. And I don't know why he's still there, but he is. He's on Fox. And they literally, uh, da- uh, the Daily Show, um, basically uh, highlighted word for word for word of what he was saying that was in the manifesto of the guy that went out there and killed all those people in Buffalo. This is what this, well, this, is what this man is saying on TV every single night. So whether it's the government or it's some old um, old skeleton looking uh, white man who just thinks he's going to live forever and is just holding his, um, uh, trying to hold on to their life and, and think that he'll do everything he can to get another hundred years, even if that means he's going to starve out the population and cause people to go insane and make people feel like they're, there's some kind of scarcity going on. So they got to go and kill other people because other people are going to take from them too, while also forcing 60 something million people to have babies and then also not doing anything about the formula. And then also like <laughs> not raising the the wages, like it really is an insane country to live in. Yes, I gotta play these messages before they yes. disappear. Hold on. Well, we we had this talk about two or three weeks ago. Also, sure did. And we were talking about the age of consent. You know, federally, there's no age of consent. It's given up to the states. While we out here talking about and helping out, we right now have to come to terms with getting a lot of our stuff together. There is no age of consent over here. It's state to state. And it gets a little shifty, y'all. Go do your research. Start doing your laws. If you have children, you got grandkids, start looking at some of these laws in every state for these children. It is very disturbing because our generation fought for a lot of rights, man. Mm, true. I normally say when we talking about the monopoly money, Federal Reserve notes, <laughs> I love to just say, read the UCC. That's what governs monopoly money. Think I'm lying? Read it. And see. Mm. Mm, what did you say? What did you say? He said, "Read the what?" You said to read the UCC. To read the UCC. The UC. Mm. Mm. The this is w- what you know disturbs me when they said that the guy did a live video, and I just seen um, still photos. I was like, I didn't want to look at it. You know how you just I might not. If I see it, I know, um, I know I'm going to have to probably watch. You know, it's like the, the CSI, they're going to find you, like, and determine whether. Like, I mean, the cold case people, they're like, why? Because why would you do that? Um, and it's a lot of investigation. Um, that's what I want people to know, too. Common sense plays so many roles mm. that it doesn't. It's like, come, you didn't know that common sense played a role. 
And you ain't even want to make sense of it. It's like, what's going on? I always feel like it's because they don't see black people as human. And they don't want us to feel like, oh, a couple of people getting killed in a grocery store. Oh, you guys be fine. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing going on here. Just go to work. <laughs> what? Well, and I'm going to tell I- y'all something. And that's why they're looking at us. Now they're going to ask us for all the money and the resource. Any day and time, you think we can go over there and become citizens really easily? No. Mm-hmm. Be done put your ass in jail if they find out you done did something wrong. Like, it's like, no. It's a whole... This is what people need to understand, too. From America, when you go different places, listen, that's a whole nother country. It's like, damn, what? You know the... You have to notice the citizenship. I have to. I'm just not gonna. <laughs> I can't even explain it no more. It's a lot. Yo. Snow way. Hey yo, hey yo, sis. Hey yo, sis. Hey yo, sis. You need a day off from work or something, but I ain't gonna hold you. Something. I felt her pain, bro. Well, why don't you leave? Well, why don't you live here? It's not that. Yo, I felt her anguish, bro. Like I almost like lost my breath on that. And I said, I said this on Twitter. I said, the amount of hate and um, torture that melanated people have gone through in the United States, you would think will be the most violent group of people here. Well, before. Before you drop that message in, I, you had me at, they feel as though we're not human. That part, I believe. Yeah. yeah. In a good way. In a good way. You feel me? But that's where it ends at for me. I don't understand anything after that. I mean, like, because it's, there's always karma. There's always the earth moving. We're all connected. And the more killing you do, the more earth is going to show you what happens. When you, I don't know how people ask. And Aquarius Dawn mentioned something about common sense. Like, even on a spiritual frequency, if you don't think the world doesn't work on that time, like where it's like, okay, killing going on, it's going to reciprocate it. That's I don't think that's why we even get angry. Here we go, because it's like we know we we're such an empath. We as now I'm saying we as the black people, we as the black people are so empathetic, spiritual, um, 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 I know you might say we kill one another on a certain level, but the numbers are warped. Numbers don't lie, but numbers are warped on that as well because we're not making the guns, right? So, um, it's just, it's just we're not human. I got you, Shane. I, I, you, before you put the message on, you was like, we're not human. You got damn right we're not human. You're damn right we're not human. We're not. Not to them. Whoever them is, right? I, I'm right. not human. I know, I know if any is a black melanated person, I can't be human. I can't be part of this human race because I'm hunted like an animal, for one. My race is hunted like an animal. Our race is the most that's hunted like animals. Uh, still currently to now. Like, okay, there's there was the whole thing over the Holocaust and all that. But this is consistent. This is still going on now. And so if we're not murdered on a level of, like, genocide, we're murdered when we get to a certain point. They, they try to murder us when we get to a certain point of our lives, when we get money or something, something with notoriety. But that's comes with vanity and all that. I don't know. I just know that we're not human, Shan. We're not human, Shan. We're okay. not. So 
our version of not being human to each other unicorns. is more on a spiritual connected to the earth level, right? Right. Their version of us not being human is the fact that savage before, animal. Before I count how many slaves I have, let me count my horses and my sheep because they're more important. Absolutely. More okay. important. Absolutely. And when it when it comes to this court system, we've seen that case by case by case. They will give you more time for killing an animal as a melanated person over a white babysitter shaking a baby to death. They'll give her two years probation. Casey Anthony. I've seen I've seen that on an NBA level where the LA Clippers owner was calling all the players like uh, well, I guess when his daughter dated somebody outside of the race and he was like dated niggas type thing. I've seen on a sports level where it's like yo those guys who out there making you all this helping you make extra money on top of what you have already, you do that not caring. You say that so loosely. But you know why? You know why? Because this is this is my irritation warts in the United States that these players know and they don't care about because they feel like if I do this and I can provide this type of life for my family and myself, mm-hmm. you subject yourself to a new plantation of living and of being treated by these white owners who will then allow a black person to be an owner of no team when majority of its best players are black people but i'm going to treat you like an object i'm going to talk down to you and i'm gonna be racist to you but you work for me you make me money but you cannot come on this field and wear what you want there's rules and when i go ahead and i you know i uh flag you for this you have to pay twenty thousand dollars for this uh issue and that twenty thousand dollars uh goes towards paying old players medical bills because they don't want to come out of pocket and take care of their old players that basically ruin their fucking bodies. Mm-hmm. It's a new Donald plantation. And, and, and year after year, uh, semester after semester, all of these young men and women get excited about oh, this team is coming to the game to watch me play. I hope they sign me. I hope they sign me. I hope they sign me. Because they do want to out. They do want a better living. But at the same time, you under the thumb of white racist people telling you to dance for them and entertain them. But you cannot be in a position to make more money than they make. You cannot. I'm trying to be more thorough. Donald T. Sterling. Donald T. Sterling is his name, the owner of the Clippers. And then shout out to Kaepernick. Yep. Go ahead, Shannon. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think here's the biggest problem, right? Is that these people know this is why now it's all sort of coming together. Desperation. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this Shan Shan? Shan Shan? From way back? I don't know what you're talking about. Is this this our Shan from way back? Which Shan? From back in the day? Who? Shan from back in the day. Florida Shan? Is this Shan? What's Shan? Do you have a friend named Shan? You mean Shanda? No. Oh, okay. Oh, oh my bad. That was random. That was random. No, my bad. My bad. I would have came and said this is Shan. No, this is Shan. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Okay. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. This is yes. This is podcast queen right here. Okay. Um, but no, let me let me. I just I wanted like everything is pulling together in a way, right? Because when you really think about how these 
I, okay, so you talk about the talk about the dehumanization, right? Like people are property, and this is right. like I'm. I, I almost feel like it's not even. It's it's a, it is a black thing, obviously, because we already know what our history has been like. We know we keep trying to climb, climb out of the the barrel, try to get find our way, try to be able to just live comfortably. But when you really think about it. I feel like the 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 um, overarching theme is desperation, right? So you talk mm. about these kids who really want to be able to no longer have to be starving. They want to be able to take care of their mom. They've seen their parent, their mom and dad struggle. They've seen their their siblings struggle. All they want to do is be able to to stop that struggle, stop that pain, stop that hurt. And what we don't hear a lot about in our gen, whether it's our generation or the generation above us, generation X, is what we don't hear about enough is waiting like being patient enough to be able to allow yourself to get to that point so that nobody has leverage over you and they have so much leverage because they have all the money and they're the ones who gets to divvy out the money the way that they want to so you have that type of circumstance it's easy real easy for someone to be like you know what i know i'm no i'm probably gonna be contributing to um what what uh, i think kendrick lamar said it's one of his songs he was talking about how you know uh the person that goes to work every single day and praise every single day, that person is part of uh, killing us too. They basically, all, they're, they just they just do it slower at, at contributing yeah. to how we, you know, how we die slow. And when he said it, I was like, damn, you talk about me. Because I, 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 I can tell you this, um, the documentary 13 on Netflix, it yeah. tells you closer to the end how these corporations and the companies you pay your light bill to, the companies you pay your water bill to, how they have private meetings and they meet with these prison owners and they put in a percentage of money for these private prisons to exist and 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 just be mm. able to do what they do yeah. and they get money back from that and they grow from that and us going to work and making them profitable and making them billions of dollars every year so they can pitch into those meetings is that yeah well i don't know who's gonna help solve the problem but i look at it this way if there's enough white people in this world they have more population in this country they have more of a population than we do they hurt they got to be hurting if not not worse but they definitely got to be hurting because they got more people in their population that's expendable and if anything, we talk about us having to, I'm, I'm at the point where I don't even feel like, and you know how I used to be chanting, I used to be like, we got to go vote and all this stuff. And I don't feel like, I'm not that I feel like we don't have to, or we shouldn't, but I don't, my, my the value of my vote, I feel like is, is, is value less and less and less. Yeah. Like, unless it's local, which might have some more value to it. But even then, those people are looking to rise up to the top too. And and I was it's funny you said that because I was driving around today and I saw all these picket signs for <clears throat> this person, that person, that person, vote here, vote here. And I'm thinking like <clears throat> when when did they say it was time to vote? When did they say it was time to pick this council person? Mm. And then I said to myself, do I even want to research it? Because I feel like politically mm. everybody puts on the front for what they're going to do. Yeah. And then once they get picked and put in that position, nothing gets done because they got to clean up the bullshit of the last person that was in that seat. Yeah. And that's if they have enough time to 
get the iceberg of what they wanted to do by the time it's a re-election. And if they don't get picked, those shit get done. And my point when it comes to this voting shit is I don't feel like you have a legit say unless you have enough money to put in to have a say. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. it keeps me comfortable in knowing me showing up to put my vote in doesn't matter. I don't have enough money in the fight to have a say. No. I I can't be like, you know what? Because what I want is not getting done tomorrow. I'm not going to work this week enough for a whole bunch of people to give a fuck. Yeah. When you have the ability to be like, we're not coming in and we're not getting on here and we're not doing this work and then you have the room shift and want to acknowledge what you want to negotiate, that's yeah. when you have a say. We don't have a say. No. And this political circus of, you know, I want to do this for Black people. I want to do this for your community. I, I want to make sure you don't live in a food desert. It's not going to work. When they make sure that people in the community don't live in a food desert is when they raise the rent enough to gentrify the space. Yeah. And then the stores come. And yeah. then the Starbucks comes and then mm -hmm. the option for healthier food options comes. Yeah. They will never make sure melanated people can access food that's better for their health instead of the drugs that the pharmaceutical companies push their doctors to give them. Yeah. Never. And it's like, I almost, I almost feel like, you know what? So every time that black people get together and protest and do something for civil rights, everybody it always ends up being a trickle, uh, like a, a domino, a positive domino effect for other groups. Uh, it, always, Any, everything. The third, uh, the Fourteenth Amendment, um, civil rights, the uh, the uh, black people wanting to get our rights to vote, and then as they talk about white women hijacking the feminine or the um, women's suffrage movement, and then getting their rights. It always happens where somebody else is a benefit. So. You know what? Maybe we check out for a little bit. I, who is the beneficiary? Who is the beneficiary of all that though? Who believes the beneficiary of all that? Who believes in what? Who if who believes the beneficiary of all that though? What the beneficiary of what checking out? Yes. They uh, are always the beneficiary of black people checking out. It's to the point now, if you think about think about the the magnitude of the effect of that boy going to that group black said that boy the play on it but the play on it because he probably was thinking like look at that boy there i'm gonna shoot and you're saying that but i love the power of the, the oh. think about that and the people that's like okay so they're sourcing out black owned businesses let's not shop there let's shop where the white mm -hmm. <laughs> so for me let's say tomorrow i'm off I'm going to be more comfortable going into an area that's way more expensive, that's predominantly white owned and shopping there comfortably, not thinking somebody's going to come in there and shoot up. Yeah. It's yeah. always a profit thing. Even, even for me to sit here as a mother and think about what if my babies were smaller and I was breastfeeding, but at the same time I switched to formula when they were like four months because I couldn't keep up with the amount of food they 
they needed. A lot of those formulas on the shelf have so many drugs in it that cause cancer in babies. That Anyways, right. And healthy. Right. You doing so, and when they said it, when they said it, like, aren't they doing us a favor though a little bit? Just a little bit, like, I know, when they're but, but this is the problem with with people that are more in love with the convenience than the knowing. My mother is of Jamaican descent, right? Big up. So when I was younger, it was nothing for her to mix up some cornmeal parts real fine. Right. Right. Talk about it. Okay? But what what 16-year-old and what 20-year-old mother or what American mother knows? Where are the emojis on this? Where are the emojis for hand clapping? Where's the applauding and the amen at? Where's all that at? Where's the hundred? Where's that at? Where's like, the button for amen? Where's that at? That. You just you can't do that it. when you up here. You can only do it when you're in the audience. But my thing Ooh. is like we, we get so caught up, in, caught up in the convenience of what a company gives you that you don't know how to fend for yourself. Let's with say the blood, the grocery, with the blood clot orange shut down, right? Let's say all the grocery store is shut down tomorrow. Could you go out in the woods and find your your, your kids and your family some food? Do no. you know how to cook it? My bad, I was loud. Sorry about that. Of course, I got not. emotional. I got emotional. You, since the car, like, that was crazy. Like we 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 lack the ability to live with less. Yeah, because we're, we've been so spoiled by the convenience of being able to go in the store and swipe our phones and pay for our shit. Yeah, I'm making, I'm making Cormac Power tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I ain't gonna hold you. She's like, she just like hit my heart when she said that, like if, with the orange pill with it. If you don't know nothing about Cormac Power, you could do the same thing with oatmeal. Yep. But a lot of these, a lot of these, these moms don't know that. And Who's they don't know? have mothers around that can tell them. They don't have grandparents around that can tell oh. them. And that's oh. the problem is our generation thinks, oh, I'm not gonna lie. Corn milk to me was like breast milk to me. It was corn milk. I, I don't remember breast milk. I'm just saying. This generation and the people who have grandparents and the people who have moms around and dads around, y'all don't know the wisdom and the keys and the gems that you're losing by not having discussions with those people. Yep. Because those people will save you. Those people will tell you if you don't have this, this is how you make sure you get clean water. If you don't right. have this, this is how you make a fire. If you're if you need to make a weapon, this is how you do it. They don't supplement. Know they don't yes. Sup- yes. Supplement. You need balance in order to survive. And that's yeah. what this government wants. This government wants its people so dependent on them. Dependent the on them. Yes. To the yes. point where they're probably going to put people in a position to continue to make children. Mm-hmm. By the time they have these children, oh, you can't afford to feed your kid? Give them to us. Mm. Oh, you can't afford to clothe your kids? Give them to us. We'll put them to work. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I have a question. So, Ruthie, you being a mother on the way, and this happening right now, where where's your mind right now? Where's your where where's your mind way that right now, sis? Um, about like just the fact that um, 
you know, that the, the, that there's uh When the news hits you, when the news came out as of like recent, but the shortage of, it, it, where was your mind at? Cause I never asked you that on like on the phone calls, like just talking to you, but, and I'm sorry about that too. You know, I love you, but where was your mind as a mother when you got that news? I mean, it's just like, for me, anytime I hear, I like when I see kids on the street out in the, in the neighborhood, I'm always, I always have a watchful eye. I'm looking at who's holding this child, what kind of behavior is going on. I'm always very close, keen. I'm kind of paying attention to details. Do y'all look related? Do you look like you're in distress? Like I'm that nosy of a neighbor to be watching all the kids in my neighborhood. And I'll be Kevin. Me and Kevin always had a, a pack who was like, listen, if we ever in a place and a kid look like they're in distress, they like they don't belong, belong to somebody, I'ma snatch a kid, you handle the first the dude that's 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 um, holding them. And so for no. me, when I hear uh babies crying or young children crying, like that's why I'm so strong about the fact that I can't say one way or the other that we need to do anything about abortions. If we had sixty something million children born from what they said that should have been born. We can only we God only knows how the how our economy would be exacerbated, and I'm not saying these kids are burdens because I don't mean that. Or it could be the other way. Maybe there is something that comes out of it, and you know the economy gets better. They actually pay people with the, the the cost of living and all that stuff. We will never know. But I don't believe that either because the people that's already here, they ain't doing nothing for it anyway. Right. So you know when you think about the fact that. You know, there's moms right now, there's dads. Some people are, are driving miles and miles to go to stores to go get formula. Some people are ordering breast uh, milk from online. And all I could think of is like, yo, if we're not being serious about the fact how close we are to actually having a real doomsday, I'm not talking about apocalypse. I'm talking about the shit raggedy is falling apart. We don't have to survive it falling apart. What are we really going to do? Because right now people are operating out of desperation when we, we have a little bit of something. There's a little, little, at least a little bit of water, a little bit of clean water you can get. There's at least, you know, you can go and heat your food up. You can do the things to survive, like what Chance talked about. There's a microwave, microwave life that we're living where you can just, everything's made for you already. But what happens when that really slows down? And so for me, I just feel like the only thing I can do is do my best to focus on my family, my, teach my kids how to cook something that from the kids know how to cook something out of, from scratch. They know how to put some food together. If they got to eat, they know how to survive. If they and need sure. something to drink, they know that water is the best, the best thing you can go with. You don't need juice. You will do the best that you can with water. Now this is like survivalist type of thinking. It's sad that I have to even put that in their minds and say, you don't have luxury right now. What you have is what you need right now. And okay, but how is that sad? How is that sad, Ruthie? When we were raised differently, we we no, were we, we were raised we were raised that same way. How you telling them? We were raised so much consciously that that way. How is that scary? No, but it's sad because there are other children, and particularly white children, who don't have that. That not all, but a good amount who don't. That's not their reality, right? Okay. But right. but it has to be my reality for my kids because I'm trying to figure out a way, like. How do you, and this is for all for a lot of black people, right? When we went through the recession, remember everybody was talking about back in 2008, 2009, 2010. Oh, you know, it's no surprise to us, black people, we've been on the margins of survival for a long time. We know how to put some shit together when we need to, to survive. We've been doing it for such a long time. So, but why do we have to continue to keep living like we're surviving? Right. You know what's like, so crazy about yeah. what you Go ahead. There's an article that talks about 
seventy percent of Americans cannot put together at least a thousand dollars for a thousand dollar emergency. Yeah, and that's not even talking about what your income is, or or if it's a two parent household, or if you're a roommate situation. There should be no reason why you work every day, or at least. 80% of your week and you can't even afford a thousand dollar emergency. A lot of people when it comes to insurance have high deductibles because that gives them lower insurance. Not because they can afford to pay a thousand dollars if somebody hits my car. Yeah. Right? And until we become honest with the fact that most of us cannot afford how we're living is going to keep going because everybody is living on survival. Mm-hmm. When a creature, but when a creature, when it, let me cut you off, Shan. When a creature does live by a certain way of life, its whole life doesn't really see how every other creature lives. Can't live that way as so as the other creature. What's better than what the creature is doing already? That's the problem. A lot of us. I love looking at animals. Okay, I love looking at wildlife. But in reality, you have to get down to the concept. You are human, that is an, that is an animal. A zebra is only going to eat what zebras have always ate. Humans we can learn eat. from, we can learn, we can learn from them though. We can learn from them though. We can learn from them, but we don't, we weren't created to have the abilities that they have. Absolutely we, not. We weren't created. God purposely gave us fingers and thumbs and not gave a zebra or a giraffe. There are things that we can do that animals cannot. There are things that animals can do that we cannot for a reason. So at a certain point, we have to stop thinking, oh, the animal can do this, creatures can do this, so we should, can adapt. At a certain point, we have to take our pride and our ego out of this shit and make it make sense. There's adapting, then there's accepting now, right? So there's accepting, right? There's accepting that we can't do what other creatures can do. Let's say what other races can do. How about that? We can't even do what other races can do sometimes. And that, we're talking on a human level now, right? Some of us can't. So when Ruthie, when Ruthie mentioned, okay, or you and you, Ruthie made a point of why are we accepting the, or that minimum lifestyle or that bare, or that scarcity thing of level of... But but it's worked, right? It's worked to the point where some of us can't break free from it. Or like, what's the example of my breaking free of that type of mentality? What's the example of that? What is that? I, I feel like you're asking a question that's back. The first question uh-huh. is, the first question is, why is there a differentiation based upon your race in the first place? Mm-hmm. Right? That's the first problem. We're- the second okay. problem is just because we have adapted and accepted doesn't make it right, right? And then the third question is, why did we adapt and accept? Because we don't have enough at stake to put up a fight. We don't have enough backing to put up a fight and win. And they know this. I'm going back to the cornmeal situation, right? If we know that cornmeal, certain ways that we were raised doing certain things helped us to become who we are now. Help. That's what I'm saying. Like, do we can we can share that knowledge, 
we can share that and make sure, but but it's not put out there enough. Like I'm saying, I'm, I'm trying to correlate the statement that was made when you were saying we have to break out of that scarcity level of thinking where we, where we, you know, where we're, it's like a doomsday thing, or I think, am I saying it right? Where it was like, we thinking like it's, we, we buy out of, we consume, we invest. Am I saying it wrong? Correct me. No, you're saying it right. And, 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 the, and the thing is, yes, we can show each other. But the issue is people only learn what they want to learn. People okay, here we go. Here we go. Take heed to. And over time and over a period, when it comes to this socialized shit, I can make five TikToks, five posts tonight on how you can have another alternative if you cannot feed your baby. And it's probably only going to get 10 likes. Or, you're on TikTok or, doing it. Because you're on or, TikTok doing it, though. You're on TikTok no, doing it, though. I'm just saying in general. Oh, okay. Anything, all right. All right. All right. Anything good is put out to help or okay. assist. People don't give a fuck. But if it's drama, if it's violence, if it's someone falling on their face, if it's someone hurting themselves, you up in like 51K. See, but just you're explaining that to me from a from a social media standpoint, if you're saying if these worldwide media outlets can allow people like Shange, people like Ruthie to, uh, or more woke people to, they don't have that platform. I don't feel as though they have that platform on a major scale, a social talk like this, because it's for whatever it's Fox or it's CNN or it's MSNBC, whatever. I feel like you're still saying it from a social media point where it's basically what you said, humor, folly, insult to injury, uh, um, clout chasing. Um, and I'm saying if you, if, if we can, can we, can we go after the media outlets? Cause that's where it comes to, where's what it comes down to, not the, the 51K. But that's, what, but that's what a lot of people know, because I mean, if you look at it right now, a lot of, this is, this is, this is the great battle for balance, right? All of us being able to have these platforms to be able to express our voice and to be able to have, to listen to each other and support each other in this way. Because if you think about it, yes, the media has the media has all the money for them to have their narrate to narrate what that the way they want to narrate and all this other stuff. But what they don't have is the trust of the people anymore. They, that's gone. The people don't even believe anything that comes from the news anymore. People believe right. more people. People believe other people more than they believe the news anymore. And it could it could be anything. You could be like, you know, um, hey y'all, um, I uh, I discovered that um, we have uh, worms in our body the size of of an anaconda. People be like, for real? And everybody be like, I got worms in my body too. But side of, that's why my pain in my back be coming from, like coming from. So like. <laughs> <laughs> The news don't have any, uh, they don't have uh, a grasp on that anymore. So you have people on YouTube, you have people um, on Spotify, you have podcasters like Shane, you have uh, people on all these different Apple um, podcasts, all these different podcasting is really sort of the way that we're getting the balance that we need. It just takes, I think, for more people to be, uh, to be okay with slowing down the pace of the economy to be able to do things differently, to be more abstract, to be more unorthodox and how we actually move money flow, right? There could be in, in um, Kenya, they created an app where they actually exchanged like Bitcoin, but it was before B Bitcoin. So they was basically exchanging, um, paying for stuff, buying houses, buying cars, 
all from like money, electronic or digital money. But here's the thing. The banks came in and, and tried to crack down because they was realizing that people weren't going to the banks anymore. People wasn't going to the, they wasn't exchanging money anymore, cash dollars anymore. So they lost that leverage. And then, so they killed it. They killed the opportunity. For, so this is what we're up against. We already, the, the news media is, is challenged right now. We have more people having voices. What we don't have is a proper movement of money aside from Bitcoin, but even people who are supposed to have left it alone that are that that care about money that will come in here and try to try to kill it they're getting it on bitcoin too so it's like anytime that we try to to build something for ourselves the people who have all the money the greedy people the ones that want to take advantage of desperation they're like well look what they're doing we need to go and take that over TikTok, that like uh what's going on with facebook i mean uh, with twitter and being buying twitter that was stuff was supposed to be for the people now it's However, we if you have the big the the most money, you're a billionaire. You can go buy whatever the masses of people are trying to do in order for us to have the true independence that we need from this government. We're we're sort of it's in a sort of catch twenty two. If your if your if your price oversteps the purpose, then you'll always lose. Yeah. Yep. Yep. At first, when when Jay Z came up with title, it was for us. Yep. Then he got to a point where he was like, oh, these white men offer me enough money, I'm going to sell it. That's where I, you said, wait, what, is, what, was your, what, was your, what was your last statement that you said? It was, I like that. You said when the price over... If the, your the price overrides your purpose, you're going to lose. But when they've been talking money their whole lives, then their purpose was never nothing. Because they've been talking money their whole life. They were never talking about their purpose. They because was, Jay-Z always, to me, they was never talking... To live out of survival. Mm-hmm. Did they were they were talking money to live out of survival? Sometimes, even when you put someone who was brought up in a time of living out of survival, there's no amount of money or ability or opportunity that makes them feel like it's enough. Mm. And so that's well, why power, you have the, that's the power of influence. That's the power of influence, though. That's the power of influence. But it's also your mindset and other people around you, because every time you make more money, you you get to step into another room, and, and you, be, and you become you, more influential, and you become more influential by by default, right? By default, yes. Because more money you make, especially as a melanated person, people have more eyes on you, and they want to talk about what's in your wallet, and they want to Google you and see your worth, and every time. A melanated person gets to another level of income in life. People feel like they should have more access to them and more say on why they make the decisions that they make. But some people, when they're melanated, they always feel like every room that they step into with people that are more wealthier than they are is not enough. I haven't done isn't enough. Is a melanated person we spoke about earlier who <laughs> buys and spends out of scarcity who who does that scarcity move like you know what i mean they have to do it now, uh, uh, or it's too late or you, you see what i'm saying yeah. it's, it's the same person it's a mindset yeah it's a mindset but the reality even on a grand is, level yeah the reality is white people are never comfortable 
with the amount of money they make. They are always making sure they're in a position of more. And it's normal for them because they have always been in the comfort of being in the position of more. It is not comfortable for us because we always feel like somebody's on our ass or <laughs> going to bump us out of the position. Word. And so sometimes when it's us, we don't reach back to lift somebody up to be in the room that we are because it'll give us like a sense of peace for a little bit for us to be the only ones in the room. And unfortunately, that's something that has hurt us in the long run because until we are the sole source of us being able, we will always get to a point where we're going to need to reach a hand to someone that didn't want to help us in the first place to get to the next step. And that's the problem. Yeah. And, and, and keep in mind that we are living in a system that was designed for certain people already. Right. Yeah. So a lot of black people are in a position where it's like, we want so badly to be able to like have our own, you know, establish our own, but we're caught up in this trap of to do that. You have to be a part of, you have to assimilate into the system. So it's like, no, and then you have other black people who will continue to try to assimilate to the system, no matter much, no matter how much you'll be like, listen, remember, um, what's it, what's there, what's that group? Take me to another. Rest of development. Okay. <laughs> remember Ice-T? Oh, I don't know if y'all remember them. Ice-T was like, I can't stand, fuck the motherfuckers. Like, he was mad as hell about them. Like, they out here doing <laughs> he was like, they out here doing all that hippie shit and all this stuff. And I'm like, bro, anybody in their right mind would take that community over the one with pimps and hoes that you were rapping about. It sounds- I don't know. But who was the old black guy in that group that was always in like chains or like a, a the old black guy they had like a leash or something like that? I didn't I never understood that, that one black guy I in think, I think that it's important for us as millennials to go back and watch some of the stuff that we watched when we were kids. Cause we didn't really have the, we didn't like conceptualize what that meant for them as being adults. But if we go back, it'll probably make a whole lot of sense. Right. Black I get it now. I get huh? black man in chains. The black yeah, man in chains. Always okay, a black man in chains. I, I mean, and that's the and that's the thing that I I think was railing against. Like, stop with that slave shit. And it's like, but it's real. You were slave to it. You out here I'm talking about and um fuck the police and all that stuff, which is or whatever he said, whatever he but said. But then he goes on, but then he goes on a show for tw 20, 10 years and then he becomes a cop. For like exactly. I don't even exactly it's crazy. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. And he talked about that too. He was asked about that. Like, what do you have to say? He was on, I think, Breakfast Club and he was like talking about how, you know what, um, something about him it's crazy that he ended up being in that position, but basically he's 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 doing what every other American is doing, right? Black people mm -hmm. shouldn't have to be starving and suffering just to be able to survive, just to be able to make it in this country. You get in when you fit in, and that's what his or or he did so much slandering of it that he has to protect himself again and out of scarcity or whatever, I'm gonna just gonna can't beat him, join him, you know, but on the scale of like if I, I know how they are, how they work on a certain scale, I'm going to, you know, doesn't that protect them, though, in a way, too, so many? It kind of protects them, though, doesn't it? What, from who? Okay, it doesn't. Okay, you got that. You got that routine. All right. Oh, I mean, okay. it, 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 it can, because if he's assimilating into the system that he's perpetuating this insane cycle to the point where we are right now, I'm not, I'm not putting it all on ice tea. Let me just put that out there. It ain't all ice tea's fault, but I'm making the, the, the equivalency of when you have a black community that's trying to break itself out of what we've been forced to assimilate into, and then you have some other black people that's like, listen, 
I'm not about to be starving out here. I'm not about to be waiting for my money to come here. I'm not about to be in a situation singing, take me to another place and ah, <laughs> I'm about to do all this. Like, I'm not about to do it. I ain't no slave no more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the money like these white people make money. And it's like, yeah, but the way that they've done it, they've been stealing. So we're gonna keep stealing. We're gonna keep, you know, um, damaging our wire and our air, eating okay. terrible food. Hold on, hold on, because we're going to dip into some other shit. Okay, okay. Let me close the- out. Let me close out this show because we have to use the recording. Um, I'm going to end loudmouth now, and we can continue talking. You just have to make a um, a new show. But um, yeah, yeah. This this one is already like three hours. Oh, so okay. Gonna, yeah, I I'm gonna that. I'm gonna end it. Eruth, while I'm ending this, start a different one. Okay. And then I'll come back in it. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think about the topic. I'm a, a Kevin. Uh...